Parenting sucks sometimes. It's not like you see on TV. It's not like you see on Pinterest. And it's not what the perfect Facebook moms try to make it seem. Kids are loud. Kids break things. Kids always make messes. On Kids for Sale, we explore the reality of being parents. The parts that aren't fun. The parts that nobody wants to admit to each other. Because being a parent is hard. And sometimes the only thing that makes it easier is hearing how bad it sucks for someone else. So join us on Kids for Sale every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following the journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Fuck you, Eric. Fuck you, Eric. Yeah. That is so fucking awesome. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcast Review, episode 51. I am your host, Dick, and with me is Tyler, the co-host. Coming at you from the casting couch this week. How have you been this week? Uh, well, it's, it's Tuesday. It's been a few. It's been a few days. It's, been, it's literally been a few days. <laughs> um, a lot shorter time gap than we normally have. Normally, it's a full week. Right. I'm doing all right. That's good. I had a good weekend. Didn't get my grass mowed like I planned because of the damn rain. I made I made Joe <laughs> mow yesterday. I mean, it literally is his house, so yeah, he should be the one mowing it. Yeah, anyway. he uh, he called in yesterday, and like Miranda's been getting pretty tired of you know doing it every single week or not every single week, but yeah, I don't know why you guys would mow his fucking grass. Yeah, anyway. it's like it's a matter of like her kids want to play out in the yard, and like I keep telling her like they can deal with the tall grass. That apparently, they've been complaining. There's anacondas about. out there. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I'm like. <laughs> Um, she's like she just gets tired of waiting on him to right. do it so she she just goes ahead and does it and uh finally she, yes you know so, what you know what that is huh that's enabling him to continue to be oh, i know that he that's is. why i don't do things because <laughs> one i'm lazy Step one stop doing things one i'm lazy two i know if i start i'm always going to be doing it yep I, i've i've experienced this in several different apartments with several different roommates roommates suck man oh yeah um so yesterday, I married one, and that sucked too. <laughs> so yesterday, <laughs> nice. Being roommate sucked. Um, yesterday he took the day off, and at some point I was like, "Hey, dude, you should probably mow before it rains." <laughs> He's like, "Wow, I was I just looked at the forecast, and I was putting on my shoes to go do that." And I text Miranda that I was like, "Hey, Joe's about to go mow." <laughs> she he goes, "He's laying in his bed." <laughs> Yeah, I was getting ready to say that. He was probably laying in bed yeah. when he said, I was getting ready to put my shoes on and go well, he, low. I came home and it was done. Good for him. Yeah, you did a thing. He, he did a thing. Gold star. Oh, it's, oh my God, you open his bedroom and it's just the worst smelling piss smell ever. Oh. Shout out, Joe. Uh. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how he could live like that. Like, uh. I, don't, I don't know how you could sleep in that. Desensitized. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, he's going to get sick. He's gonna get sick. 
Mm. All that peasant shit in the air. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Anyway. Let's please move on let's from please, that. Please, please, for the love of fuck, move on. Uh, so we had a lot of fun stuff last week. We did. We had our episode 50, which we're going to talk a lot about. Because we're going to reflect we're gonna, on a reflection episode. Yes, we're going to reflect on episode 50. Uh, one of the things is a big announcement that we made two and a half hours into it. No, three hours into our three and a half hour episode. Yep. So uh, I, 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 th- I feel it's imperative that we talk about that announcement at the beginning of this episode. So that way people will actually know about it. Well, and. I talked about, or I talked to a couple of the people that normally watch our episodes, and they're like, "Man, I just couldn't sit there for three hours." Yeah, I, I don't it's know rough. how. I don't know how anyone could sit and listen to a three-hour pa- podcast. And I, I guess I just look at it differently. Yeah, I don't. I don't sit down every no, week and I, say, "Man, it's we're always... gonna make this fucking three hours long, and we're gonna right. do it." But you know, the episode that we did with only human. Or half was, of only human. That was three. That hours. was a three-hour episode, but it was really good. We were having good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was the first time that I had officially met those guys, so we were kind of feeling each other out and having, you know, getting to know each other. We're great friends now, so yeah. a lot of good came from that three-hour-long episode. But episode fifty, um, you know, we brought back our original guest. I have. Brandon's been really busy, obviously, with work at Subaru. I've been really busy. And on top of that, I'm getting ready to start school. So I've been extra, extra busy with my personal life on top of all of the podcasts and extra project stuff that I've got going on. Yeah. You know, I do. We, we both have families to take care of and raise now. Um, but I didn't think it was forced. And not at all. You can. If you can listen to three hours of music continuously, you can listen to three hours of podcasts continuously. You know, oh, yeah. And, you know, like... The, obviously, obviously, we're not Joe Rogan. Yeah. We're not Rooster Teeth. A lot we're of not, people don't even just... It's not like the podcast that they're listening to is the only thing they're doing. Right. Like, a lot of people just drive with the podcast. Yeah. A lot of people... Like, I work out with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I very rarely just... Oh. I'm going to sit down and listen to a podcast right. right now. Well, you know, when I'm at home... <laughs> and then like, I just zone out. If I'm cooking dinner, <laughs> I'll put a podcast on Yeah, I'll background. do the same. A like, lot I'm of always t- doing something with A it. lot of times while I'm cooking dinner is when I get to listen to Journey into Comics. And I, I'm never caught up on Nate's newest episode. I'm always a couple weeks behind. Just because I don't... I listen to our show every week just to make sure that I didn't say anything extremely dumb. And I like our show anyway. Yeah, me too. Um, but <laughs> it, it's, it's fun to go back and listen to some of the topics that we've talked about so we don't beat the dead horse. You know, we had a whole episode that was devoted to beating the dead horse. So um, it's just, I think it's good that you and I go back and listen to it because then it's like, okay, next week we can adjust this a little bit and make it better. We don't always do that. No. Um, but you know, while I'm cooking dinner, I'll put a podcast on it. You know, it might only take me 25 minutes to cook dinner, but that's 25 minutes of that episode. And then the next time that mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to something, I just pick up right where I left off. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why you can't do that. So don't be afraid listeners and viewers, uh, of that three hour long podcast. Jaunt. It's not, it's not bad. And I was pretty drunk. Uh, during it so 
I mean, shit, sit down for three hours and fucking make fun of me. I mean, I do that to myself. I make fun of him. I made fun of him for like two and a half hours of that podcast. So it's true. I mean, it's just it's just what we do. But we don't sit down and plan that every week. So, you know, we've only had a couple episodes that were really that long. The only human episode, that one, and most then, episodes, and then drunk catastrophe. Of course, yeah. we ran that one a little long. Most episodes go about two and a half hours at the longest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's, I mean, we try to usually cap it off at the two hour mark. Mm-hmm. So again, because we, you know, we have personal lives. Yeah, exactly. You've normally got something delicious to go eat. Mm-hmm. So see, last week I I didn't have anything going we had on a, after. We, so we had a very nice Taco Bell date. Yes, that's that's all I had to look forward to after the show. Yes, hanging out with you. Yes, all was, of all of this. Yes, all of that. <sighs> but uh, so yeah, we had a really good episode. Uh, it was good. It was good catching up with Brandon again. Um, I'm gonna be on his show, him and Mike's show, Game Addicts, the 29th. Uh, we're going to record that episode. I don't know when that episode will drop, but I look forward to to sitting down and talking some games and nerding out with him and Mike because I obviously haven't seen Mike, you know, for two months now. Yeah. Um, but we also did another thing this past week, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night we were uh, guests on the All Around Music podcast. And we got to kick it with some some cool dudes and, mm-hmm. and kind of do an impromptu episode of podcastrophy. Yeah, honestly, I didn't really plan for it to be that way. And I'm pretty sure I said it like 10 times during their stream or the, or while we were recording that I didn't plan on us hijacking their show. I was fully prepared to sit down and, you know, for lack of a better term, debate some music because just like everything else in my life, I've got some pretty strong opinions when it comes to music. Yeah. Um, I think those cross crossover episodes are cool though because you know that I mean especially if like one show is topical and the other is not right and like we were guests so of course we were bringing our we were bringing ourselves mm-hmm. you know like our taste of things to our presence our presence and our 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 theme of our show to their show so when they come here maybe they can talk about music the yeah. whole time or some shit like that you know <gasps> or I we really... just do a repeat of what we did right well <laughs> I I really look forward to getting them on the show especially you know we've been talking about doing that initial crossover uh and the crossover that inevitably is going to happen after that for over six months now you know we've been talking about doing that since late october early november of last year um and it just so happened that this this past week was when we could finally get the first leg of it done i'm really glad we did you know we had a lot of good topics yeah i straight up hit up i hit matt up i'm like hey dude Let's get the ball rolling on yeah, this. Let's, let's get fucking, this fucking do this. Done. So, and of course, that led to it actually happening. Right. Thankfully. <laughs> it's amazing what some initiative will do <laughs> I for know. <laughs> it's great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed, like, one thing specifically from that episode that I really enjoyed was when I brought up the space junk. Oh, yeah. Just and seeing then the we walk on their faces when, we, when they pulled up that Oh, map. yeah. I mean, it was just pure and utter bewilderment, which was <laughs> the same reaction that I had. Um, when I listened to Rogan and uh, DeGrasse Tyson bring that up on 949, I believe is the episode number. Might be 959. I can't remember. Rogan's got so many fucking episodes. Yeah. He's 1,200 plus now, I think. God damn. That's 1,200 mostly different people. Yeah. So that's a lot of fucking people that he's interviewed. Rooster Teeth's on 505, and they've been doing it 
almost 10 years. Right. I think they did like a hiatus for a little bit on it. And well, you got to take a break. Well, I think I they, mean, there's going to there's going to come a time in podcastrophe. You know, oh, I would more imagine than likely episode 150 will probably take a month off. Yeah. And just go through some of our backlog, kind of cut together some, you know, greatest hits of podcastrophe and maybe do a couple hangouts. But eventually we are going to take a month off. Oh, yeah. It's inevitable. Um, the thing about uh, Rooster Teeth was I think that when they started the podcast, they didn't know they were just going to keep doing it. Right. They didn't know if that was going to be a thing. They were just testing the waters, really. Right. Um, well, that's not really anything different than we're doing. Oh, exactly. You know, we plan on going as long as we want, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just hit episode 50. We're not looking at episode 500 by any means. We want to just continually upgrade our setup and kind of the uh, the format of our show until we really dialed in and then find out what we like and obviously what everybody that's listening yeah. or watching this likes. And then we'll go from there. Which, you know viewers listeners everyone out there you're always more than welcome to you know post to our page leave us a review comment on our videos send us an email at podcastrophypod at gmail.com and give us suggestions tell us what you think of the show tell Mm -hmm. us what you want to see and hear on the show yeah and we'll we'll take it into consideration more than likely implemented because yeah, more we're than always likely we'll talk about we're it. always up to, up for things you know give us stuff to talk about we are down for that as well you know I, I tested the waters with the poll thing uh, for a couple weeks and now I don't have lunch at Subaru every day to sit down and say <laughs> what am I going to post today I just haven't had time to dick with that uh, I may test the waters again and do like one poll a week here or one poll a month and see kind of where we end up with that yeah i haven't quite decided you know you and i uh, i have the ability which we still need to kind of sit down and go through but i have the ability to live stream and record from my home uh kind of podcastrophe doomsday bunker number two um but i mean that's a good opportunity for you and i to kind of do our own live hangouts yes you like to do it you know this is kind of your man cave anyway um, and I've got my own in the throne room, so there's no reason that, that we can't pump some more stuff out. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we could always, if we could always, like, come, together, come together on those hangouts and, you know, actually hang out in person more. Right. Uh, but we could hang out over the web. Yeah, we could just for those web, things. Web, web sling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> web slinging. Good God. We're dumb. We are fucking dumb. <laughs> So we had a huge announcement on episode 50. Thank you for getting us back to that because I already forgot that you We had a huge announcement that we are moving from the Journey into Comics Network feed to our own feed. That that doesn't mean that we are not on the Journey into Comics Network. We are still on the Journey into Comics Network. Correct. However, we have our own feed. You can subscribe directly to us and you can um, get a lot more content from us, hopefully, Mm -hmm. if I can stay on it. Right. You know. I mean. We can yeah. stay on it. <laughs> that should be fully up and implemented by episode 55. Yeah. I our, would goal, imagine. our goal is to have it up by episode 55. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I haven't gotten to do that on the show yet. Yeah, you have. Have I? Yeah. Oh. Like 20 episodes ago. Oh, well. Good job. You did it again. My mom's here. <laughs> ah, Yeah, I'm so excited to get the ball rolling on the feed. Hopefully, we're going to drop out a new logo by that point. Mm-hmm. Uh like i said tons more content we're start start making our own shirts which you can still get the shirts at the journey into comics web store 
I'm wearing the Rolo the Destroyer t-shirt. And it looks nice. And I also got my Heritage shirt. Check that out. You know the first thing that I think of when I look at that shirt? Remember the old show Kablam? Yes. That's what I think of immediately Fuck when I yeah. look at the, the, the font that they use for Heritage is Kablam. I, I love it. I love Kablam. <laughs> I miss that fucking show. That's where like the Fairly Odd Parents got their start, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then they had the um, what was that that little mini show with the uh, the action figures and stuff? Mm. I don't remember what it's called, but it was part of Kablam. Like there's like Invisible Girl, uh, the Flesh. Yeah, he was the naked, just the this. It's like the He-Man doll without any clothes on. Yeah, and then there was the one that was all like melted and yeah. deformed or deformed. Um, but speaking of the '90s, I I went to a uh, '90s trivia night at a bar downtown here last week, and we rolled in with very low expectations. We'd never been to this bar before, and then everybody that showed up was like. Late mid, I'm gonna say mid to late 30s. Action League now. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. Early, Welch. early 40s, uh, like adults. Uh huh. And we fucking nailed third place in this trivia night. It was all 90s themed. It made me feel really good about myself. Skylar got like three questions right, and the the team agreed to not go with those answers, and they all ended up being right. So we lost points. Sometimes you gotta listen to your woman, man. Sometimes. Not very often Sometimes. do I come to that crossroads. <laughs> I mean, I can't help it. Oh, uh, shit. But yeah, we had a good time. Um, it was Thursday? Yeah, Thursday night. And then you saw the Meg this weekend, right? I saw the Meg last night. Last night? Yeah. How was that? The Meg... Wow. Uh, the Meg was excellent. It's... By no means is it a fan, like a fucking knock it out of the park movie, but it was very. But it's a knock it out of the park oh, movie. Oh, it, it was very entertaining. Jason Statham was great. Jason uh, Statham's always great. Yeah, and you know, he, he wasn't like super big action star in this movie. He was actually like a character. Cool. <laughs> uh, it was very fun. It was very entertaining. Uh, it was very. It didn't. T- it's a movie that doesn't take itself insanely serious. How long is the movie? Oh, shit. I don't Is it less than two hours? I want to say it is. I think we got out of there. It was it, the it was a seven o'clock showing. No, six fifty showing. So just say seven o'clock. Yeah, seven o'clock. By the o'clock, time the movie starts, probably, we probably we it might have been a two hour show. Okay, close. It was somewhere around there, but it was it was very good. The um, way the way the way somebody described it to me was very high quality, very well done B movie. I would so say, think of the best B movie you've ever seen. I would to say me, like, that's Tremors. I would say like B plus A minus movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like you can't tell me that the original Tremors movie isn't a good movie because it is a good movie. Oh, it's yeah, very well sure. done. The effects are well done. The cast is very good. Um, so to me, if I had to throw something on the wall and say, yep, this is the best B movie ever, that would be Tremors for me personally. Um, and I've heard it compared to that that type of quality. Yeah, it's good enough. You, it's good enough that if you were flipping through TV right now and it was on, you would probably watch it. OK. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I mean, you said somebody described it as a um, like take all the sci fi movies so that like Mega Shark versus yes. o- Giant Octopus or 
Mega Croc and all that. Yeah, Dino uh, Croc. Dino seven. Croc. Uh, y- you take any of those movies and actually make them good. Yeah. I would say that's going a bit far. Uh, I would say it's still better than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, like, the way that it was described to me is you take all of those movies, smash them into one, and then make it the best movie that it could possibly be is what the Meg turns into. Yeah, it's great. Uh, there are no, there are moments where it's, there, there, there are no overly cheesy moments. Like everything fits cool within this movie, and it's it's so good. I highly recommend go see the Meg. Uh, I wanted to see it. Go see it. But now I don't have nobody to see it with. Go see it by yourself. I'm not going to the fucking movies by myself. You should. I'm fucking 26 years old. I'm not going to go sit in the movie theater and jack off while I'm watching the Meg. Just don't jack off. (laughs) What's the point in going? (laughs) We're at a crossroads here. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) I don't know what else to do for you. This is a conundrum. (laughs) Oh, shit. To keep to keep telling him to not jack off in a movie theater or just let him do his thing. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to do. There is no right answer. You're wrong no matter what. You ready for a topic? Hit me. It's kind of triggering me a little bit. Disney uh, is standing their ground on James Gunn. Yep. What's your thoughts on that? I'm not happy about it. (laughs) So this... Okay, so you and I are fans of Star Wars, fans of Marvel... Fans of everything that Disney has done and is continuing to do. You and I both enjoyed Solo. We thought that, um, you know, especially Alden Ehrenreich did not deserve uh, kind of the backlash that that Solo put on him. His performance was a lot better than we originally thought it was going to be and how the media kind of hyped it up Mm -hmm. to be. uh, Or, you know, the opposite of hyping it up. So, you know, basically just shitting on it. Um, you know, I, I have my qualms with Kathleen Kennedy. I think she's, I don't think she's ruining the Star Wars franchise because you and I both really enjoyed, uh, The Last Jedi, but then on second watch, and I know Brandon, Brandon kind of feels the same way. We didn't, we didn't have that same, uh, experience that we had in the theaters. Yeah. You know, after we went and saw The Last Jedi, we, we talked for fucking three hours you know into the wee wee hours of the morning it's about 2 two thirty in the morning yeah i mean it was it was getting pretty late we were all pretty sleepy boys i was very glad i was already staying in frankfurt, frankfurt right <laughs> um but you know even with all of that my opinion uh kathleen kennedy needs to go and they need to put somebody else in charge and, and kind of steer the ship i think jj abrams will do a good job with the next film but there's always got to be there always has to be a head to roll you know what i mean and i'm gonna put i'm sorry but i'm gonna put that on i'm not gonna put that on the cast dance you know because oh, no. that's, that's star wars ro- royalty obviously i mean they're done regardless but you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna put the blame on them oh no they ultimately they, they wrote excellent movies right ultimately uh it's on kathleen kennedy so if I was a, uh, a high up Disney executive, I would say, OK, well, we appreciate what you've done, uh, you know, for the franchise and the brand. Um, you know, we're going to move you somewhere else. We're not going to fire you. We're not going to get rid of you. We're just yeah. going to move you over here to this other project, kind of let you spread your wings and do your own thing. Uh, maybe something not so established 
with, you know, fans literally with torches and pitchforks in the fucking street saying we need to kill <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Um, and then, you know, everything with the last couple Star Wars movies has brought a lot of backlash onto the actors and actresses of those of that franchise. Um, I mean, as far as the actors and actresses have fucking removed their social media accounts. Yeah. Um, we should not be driven to that point as fans. It's wrong. Um, Absolutely. But at the same time, we have to key in on kind of what's, you know, of all the variables in this situation. And I think Kathleen Kennedy is the easy choice. Let's just push her over to the side, move her to something else. Obviously, you know, like I said already, definitely don't fire her because she is a talented individual um, and she's doing a good job leading a company. There just needs to be some change there. But the James Gunn thing, I just I, it's I, too much. I, I can't. You know, I can't stand I can't stand by it and, and agree that this is OK. I don't condone anything that he said in the past. He does not condone anything that he said in the past. He is legitimately uh, regretful of the things that he said. And, you know, you and I have talked before. You and I have both said some really fucked up stuff to the oh, point yeah. to the point where it's like, hey, man, we probably shouldn't say that. The issue is not that he said the things. It's that he said them on the internet, and that's where I have a problem with this. The internet is a free tool. If he said those things on his time and not Disney's time. So if he tweeted, say he tweeted, I hate black people from the set of Guardians 3, you are on Disney's time. Oh. That is an issue. Oh, definitely. Saying you hate black people is an issue. You know... Don't don't torch and pitchfork me, folks. I'm just using this as an example because it's really easy and it resonates with everybody. You but, know, but uh, if he says that on his own personal time, which yeah. we as people have, that's none of Disney's business. No, not to mention, I don't think he, he was even working for Disney at that Correct. time. Correct. Uh, somebody, uh, it was one of the people on uh, one of the guys on the Game Over Greggy show, kind of funny. Mm -hmm. uh, they were actually talking about this. Uh, I think the episode came out last Friday. Um, yeah, the, he said those things in a time where we could basically just completely murder people verbally yeah. on the internet, and no Which one would, we should still be able to. No one would bat an eye. Now you say the tiniest little thing, and everybody's all up in arms. You're dumb. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I, I was, hate that you think that. I was saying you're dumb, I know. and then you fucking have an aneurysm because <laughs> I said that you were dumb. <laughs> Good God, we'll get through this episode, folks. I promise. But yeah, it's it you know, you have you have the entire cast of Guardians 3. I'm just going to say the Guardians cuz it's easier. You have the Guardians uh standing up for James Gunn. You have Yep, you have other your people in the A-list stars. You have your top actors saying, "Hey, he deserves he does not deserve this." And you're just like Disney's just like, "Ah, you guys can fuck off too." Yeah, basically. So here here's the conundrum we're in. And, and I, I don't know what's going to happen. I want your opinion more than anything. Do you, how many? So number one, do you think that the actors will stand their ground and not film this movie? Uh, Just simple yes or they no. Said, they said that they were going to not film this movie if they didn't use his script. Okay. So well, they're just, still just, using his script. Okay. So number two, do you think that this script is presented to them... Disney is going to change it. They are not going to leave it intact. 
Well, the direct. I mean, it's not going to be Disney. It's going to be whoever ends up directing it. Right. Like they're gonna they're gonna put their own spin on that script. How many of the basically what I'm getting at is the actors have stated we are not going to participate in this film if you do not either bring him back and or use his script. What he has written is the movie that we agreed to make. Yeah. And if Disney all the way that I. It, Obviously, it's not legally binding because it's a movie script. Um, but say you're the new director and I'm Chris Pratt and you hand me the new script and I look at it and there's red lines everywhere and 90% of the script has been changed. Technically, that's still James Gunn's script. It's just been yeah. altered. Yeah. Where I would stand on it is, fuck you, pal. This is not the movie that I agreed to make. This is not the script that I agreed to act upon. You can go fuck yourself. And then I am not bound by that contract yeah. anymore. But that's not how it's going to play out, I don't think. No, I don't think so. But I think you know, they're going to have to. The movie is either going to get canceled or they're going to have to make the movie regardless. And it's going to be shit. I think it'll be canceled before anything because I think the, I think the actors will stand their ground and I think they will. I hope they do. I and, really hope they do. And the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is absolutely nothing without those characters. Correct. Without those actors in those characters' it's roles. It's nothing without that director. The reason yeah. the Guardians movies are some of the best films, I have my qualms with the second Guardians movie. Don't get me wrong. It is oh, definitely yeah. not better than the first one. But what made that first film so great Obviously, it's the cast. I've said it on every episode of every podcast I've ever been on where we've talked about anything Marvel mm -hmm. or DC related. What makes or breaks those films is the cast. The writing can be shit, but as long as the cast nails it, if you cast the right people, the movie is going to be great in my mind. I'm yeah. going to be entertained. Um, but the reason the Guardians films were so great is because you had all of those actors... Batista was finally coming to terms with what it, with how he could improve and become an actor. You know, you had um, Zoe Saldana, who is an established actress already. She's, you know, probably the, yeah. the, um, you know, the most experienced actor in that bunch besides Bradley Cooper. And he yeah. wasn't acting; he was just voice acting, which some would say is more difficult. Um, but you know, Chris Pratt was a TV show guy. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, he's not a silver screen guy. That was his make or break role. They all nailed it. Every single person in that film nailed Absolutely. it. From Chris Pratt to Benicio Del Toro. Um, Lee Pace. What? Lee Pace. Yeah. Um, Who's coming back for Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm really fucking Ronan. I really the, like him. Ronan um, the Accuser. But fucking... Uh, Dewey Cox, what the fuck's that guy's John name? John C. Riley. John C. Riley, thank you. His character, however small, you know, a role that it played in the film, his parts were very well done. Everything was done to the nines, mm -hmm. and it was all because of James Gunn. He fucking brought that entire cast together and made that film great. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're not going to have the same chemistry. You're not going to have the same kind of film. No. You know, the second movie was kind of there. Um, you know, it had a lot of the same aspects. You know, it had fucking Kurt Russell in it, so how can you complain about that? I'd fucking blow Kurt Russell if he walked in this room right now in front of you on the live stream. Ban us, Facebook. I don't care. Um, we'll go to Twitch. We'll go to Twitch. Or fucking uh, Mixer. 
No, we won't go to Mixer. God. <laughs> Myfreecams.com. But you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't see how how Disney can in good conscience say, we are willing to not make this money. Because we are not gonna make this money without James Gunn. With this cast Basically, of characters and this yeah. this part of the franchise, the money is not there without that whole synergy. I'm sorry. You know, I'm no, sure you don't dis- right. I'm sure you don't disagree with me. You're yeah, I think you're very right because uh, James Gunn made those movies, and James Gunn and the cast made those movies. Yes, they made you care about these characters and that comic no one books had ever heard about. No one had heard about. No one gave a fuck about except for like the super nerds that are still in their fucking mom's basement. I knew about the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Super. I nerd. read those comics when I was a kid. Super nerd in your mom's basement. Fuck off! <laughs> I read those comics when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved those characters. James Gunn and Disney changed what those characters are. Yondu is not the same no. in the movies that he is in the comics. I didn't care because it was so fucking well done. Mm-hmm. And it is not going to be that way going forward. I'm sorry. It would, I would be thoroughly impressed, surprised. I would be willing to fucking stand on the street corner and say, hey, folks, I was wrong. If they put out Guardians 3 and it is the same caliber or better than Guardians 2, I don't see it happening. There are only a couple circumstances in which I see it happening, and I've you've you've seen me going on about it in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Taika Waititi does it, I think. I mean, he he made Thor three so well. Uh, he did he did but such a good job. I don't with that. feel the same way about Ragnarok as you do. I loved Ragnarok. Ragnarok was Ragnarok. Ragnarok was a great Guardians film. Yeah, it was not a good Thor movie. So as much as... That's what I'm saying. I know, but that's a problem. That's the director not making a movie about their character. It's making a movie about some other characters. So I, I, I appreciate and I acknowledge that the talent is there to make a good film. But you're making a film about a specific character that you did not do well. I don't know. So, okay, so uh, Chris Hemsworth, he's been doing Thor now for over 10 years mm-hmm. or close to... Uh, I think Taika Waititi took he took that character and he just upped a couple of its traits like to fucking eleven. He amped it. He amped like the comedy, the right. improv. I mean, I, he, don't get me wrong. I'm not of, saying Ragnarok is a bad film. I'm not. Yeah. Don't misunderstand. All me. of Thor's little like quirks and and uh, like smartass remarks, like just up to a fucking oh, yeah. eleven. I loved but, it. Okay, so part of the reason that I don't rank that movie super high is you're taking a Thor film, a Guardians film, and the Planet Hulk storyline, and you're wedging them all together, and it worked. Mm-hmm. But it did not work very well. The Hulk's parts were really kind of shitty. Especially this, you can't tell me that the stuff with, with Banner was good, because it was not. It relied it, it That relied was the way worst too much. part of the film. It relied way too much on humor. Yeah. And it should not have. Um, you know, uh, Tom Hiddleston's parts in the film were fantastic. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth's parts in the film were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted more. I love how Goldblum. I wanted more Goldblum. I definitely wanted more Goldblum, but no, I, I, I love. I was Carl Urban. You wanted more Carl Urban. I did because I wanted more Carl. I wanted more Carl Urban too. Uh, side note here: I love how we just transitioned into a Thor Ragnarok review, <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, that I was the I first wanted movie more. That you and I ever saw together. It was. That's our special movie. Boop. 
That was a little stronger than a boop, but we could have booped. Here, boop. Uh, I wanted more of uh, the Valkyrie stuff. I wanted more, more of that background, mm-hmm. like the, the Hella's background, you know? Right. Well, I, I mean, see, that's that's part of the reason. <laughs> Austin Welch wants a standalone Korg movie. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. There were, there were parts of that film that were very well done, and the film overall was great uh, or really good. But when I left, when I left the theater, it, it was a good movie. But I'm also a person that thinks uh, Thor: The Dark World is a better film than the first one. So I'm not necessarily the best person to judge Thor movies because, though I don't think the second film was done as well as the first film, the second film was a lot more interesting. The first film had nothing. Oh, I lost my hammer. Oh, I'm stuck on Earth. Oh, I'm nailing Natalie Portman. All cool things. See, oh, the only thing I fight in the whole movie is some shit fucking junk enemies in the first five minutes of the movie, and then I fight the Destroyer. Oh, no. What a good movie. Matt Walker of All Around Music says, that's the problem that I think Marvel is running into. The movies that are titled to focus on one Avengers character are pretty much gone. They're involving more and more Avengers into standalone movies. Yeah, the only the only argument that I would have against that is the Captain America films, because the 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 way that the Captain America films have been done, and I hope continue to be done, um, I don't know that it could work just focusing on Cap the entire movie. Yeah, because he, you know, what makes Cap great is how he brings great people or he has great people surrounding him and how he leads those people and how he gets those people to work together. That's what makes Captain America great. It's not the shield. It's not the super strength or the super speed. Um, it's, it's how he has the ability to lead people. And I don't know that you could do a cap film without focusing on that, but I think that's the only exception. And I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, let's while we're talking about Thor, let's say they make another Thor movie. How are you going to focus on Thor at this point without Tom Hiddleston? Ooh, that would be very difficult. You would have to you have to you would have to bring in a great supporting cast, i.e. Thor Ragnarok with uh, Korg and Valkyrie and, you know, other cool people um, just focusing on Thor. You're not going to be able to do it. The film would suck. Loki. Loki really brought was he was an excellent villain while still being a, a protagonist. He was the mirror image of Thor. Yeah. So that's what makes Loki great. Especially, you know, Tom Hiddleston's performance when you have Hemsworth and Hiddleston on screen at the same time, you have ultra masculine, you know, cracking jokes and talking shit to people, Hemsworth, and then you have the complete antithesis of that. You have Tom Hiddleston being really sly and only very rarely getting actually showing uh, anger and and uh, rage type emotions, but then he's cracking jokes and being real coy at the same time. Yeah, they're mirror images of each other, and that's what make those makes those two characters so great. Unless they resurrect Loki in Avengers Four, which they may or may not do, I kind of hope that they don't. Yeah, uh, because he was... his end was so fitting for Thor's uh, storyline. I think yeah. Thor had the yeah. strongest storyline in Infinity War. Uh, he really did. I that's lo- my opinion. I he made Infinity War great. I loved Thor's um, 
character arc in in Infinity War, mm-hmm. like because there's so much pain in it, and there's there's so much, and the, it's a revenge story for him. And it's like when he finally gets Stormbreaker and just unleashes all fucking Helheim. Yeah. <laughs> like what I did there. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did oh. there. Well, and he he just he just goes to town on all the fucking uh, children of Thanos and all and just you just all the lightning all over him and he's just he's just taking no fucking prisoners. just vengeance. He he is taking his oh, vengeance. Yeah. And like he just he he appears on Earth with his own Bifrost and he's like Thanos, bring me Thanos. And he's just yelling, like just to the fucking gods. He and is he's the, yelling. You know, you know for a fact he's the only one that could challenge. Thanos. Oh yeah. And so not only is he the only one that could challenge Thanos normally, but he could challenge Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. That's how fucking strong Thor is. Not the Hulk. Not my green fucking man. My Hulk, it's fucking Thor. One of the up until Thor Ragnarok, one of the weakest characters in the franchise, my opinion, as far as storyline, as far as character arc, the whole fucking shebang. Chris or Chris Hemsworth's overall performance as Thor was terrible. The best performance that he'd done up until Ragnarok was in Avengers, in the fucking woods, the woods fight scene when they yeah. show when he shows up to fucking take Loki back. That was the best part of that whole film. And then in Infinity War, it's like, well, we started to do good, some good stuff with Ragnarok. Let's just grab this dial and let's turn it until the fucking knob falls off. <laughs> and let's unleash him the way that you would think that character would react. And it was beautiful. I mean, it was it was very powerful and compelling, very emotionally driven. Um, that made that Thor's character was make or break for me with infinity war because the guardians were going to do what the guardians were going to do. Yeah. Chris Pratt's performance, in my opinion was definitely the weakest. Yeah. Especially because he had some of the, the least screen time. His was definitely the weakest, especially in comparison to his previous movies. Right. Like both well, guardians especially movies. guardians Two, where it was all about him. Guardians one was about all of them coming together. Yeah. Guardians Two was only about him, and and then Yondu, obviously. It it all. I mean, okay, it it was another character piece for all of them, really, because I mean, you had Gamora and Nebula, their little thing. But none of them would have been in that situation if well, it was yeah, not you're for right. ego. You're right. So it was all he was the 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 focus of the story. Um, and you're right. He is definitely the weak, one of the weak. Mantis was of- a stronger character in Infinity War than Chris Pratt was. I don't know about that. His acting was not very good. The, the The best part of his role in that film was when Thanos makes him try and shoot her. That yeah. was very strong. That was very well done. Everything before that felt forced. Everything after that felt forced. When when Thor and Chris are go, or, and Star-Lord <laughs> are going back and forth oh, on I the love Milano, that, scene. that was terrible. His acting was terrible, though. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It was still. It does it was matter. Funny. It was humor. You are an A-list actor. You should never have a bad performance, and that was a bad. That performance wasn't a on bad his. performance. Yes, it was. It, was. A, it wasn't. It's bad performance. It was. It was comedy. It was not comedy. It was very. I did not laugh. What? One time. You laughed with me. I you did were, not. You laugh were right there you. laughing. No, with I me. did not laugh during that part. I laughed at Hemsworth. I did not laugh at Chris Pratt. I should always be laughing at Chris Pratt. I did not laugh that time. Wow. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, the overall scene was hilarious, 
But every time it would focus back on what Starler was doing, it wasn't funny. It felt forced. Hmm. I I have to disagree, but I mean that I mean we do that. I'm the I'm the unpopular opinion guy. So I I normally don't agree with what everybody else says. I thought Deadpool two was a better film than Infinity War was, and I stand by that. Speaking of, because I can pick apart Deadpool two, or I can pick apart Infinity War. I can't, in good conscience, pick apart Deadpool two, and I'm really jealous that you have that steelbook. It's it's the uh, super duper super duper whatever that's supposed to be cut. Super duper shit cut. It's got... I'm glad that we transitioned from the Meg, like, really fucking nailing Disney and Marvel. <laughs> That's what we're doing and here. And then on the back of the Steelbook, it has Juggernaut, uh, Juggernaut uh, saying hot potato. How fucking awesome did it feel? This has watching, this is a four-disc thing, by the way. How awesome did it feel watching that film when fucking Juggernaut showed up? Did oh, you, it was great. I Which know part? For, I know, well, when you first realized that the fucking Juggernaut is oh. is the big guy in the fucking cage. Oh, I, I knew I knew all along that it was Juggernaut. I did not, but... because there really? were so many times uh, during that prison scene where I was like, hmm, who could it be? Well, it could be this guy. It could be this guy. Might be this guy. And I'm just fucking running through it, and I'm like, wow. It was the Juggernaut whole time, the whole time. He was the first guy I thought of, and I immediately went to, eh, it's not going to be him. That's to too easy. To be fair, I, I already knew Juggernaut was in the movie. Somehow, I did not. Somehow, I, found, I, I don't remember how I knew, but found out Juggernaut was in the movie. You probably so. read one of those clickbait articles on Facebook that said, Maybe. Secret character in Deadpool 2. Maybe. Either way, this fucking steelbook is awesome because it's it's a four-disc steel, steelbook. It's got the the... 4k versions the regular version and the super duper cut and then it's got the regular blu-rays of the exact same discs nice so like that's really cool that they included both cop both versions on their own discs and in 4k and regular blu-ray i hate it just give me give me the movie with all the stuff on it i bought the the deadpool anniversary special edition i did too it's like the did it, is it, are you talking about the one that came with like the stickers and shit? Yeah, yeah. I bought that and I opened it and I was like, "Why does this have more than one disc in it? It should at most have two discs in it." I want the 4K version, and I want the fucking special special features disc. I don't need a copy of a DVD. What am I gonna do with that? See the the combo the the combo cases that have uh, the DVD version, the Blu-ray version, the 4K version, whatever. When they have those different formats, uh, for me it's been it's been nice because then I can let my dad borrow it. Before because he had he only had a DVD player for the longest time, so there'd be a lot of movies that I would be like, "Hey, dude, I, I would I'd really like for you to watch this. Here's here's the DVD." Or but now he has a Blu-ray player that he ref- that I actually got him the Blu-ray player six years ago when I got hired full time or no, it wasn't six years. It was four years ago when I got hired full time at Subaru. I actually had money to, to like get presents for my parents. Right. And I got him a Blu-ray player and <laughs> he didn't set it up for the longest time. Finally, I set it up for him and he refuses to use it. Why? He can't figure it out, even though it's exactly the same as a DVD player. All right. He can't figure. He's like, I, I don't want, I don't want to mess with it. I don't, I don't want to fucking I'm, mess I'm, with why it. Why don't you just go do it for him? I, I tried showing him. <laughs> he's like because and the the problem was switching inputs he could he couldn't figure out how to switch inputs from his satellite to his blu-ray player and i'm like it's it's the same exact way as the dvd was it's the same exact way 
I don't know. Hey, he, Fat Mark McGuire's got to stand his ground. He's he's a, he's a stubborn old Fat Mark McGuire. That's fair. What's uh what's what's our comments popping? Um, let's see, it's it's mostly it's mostly Matt. I see, um, I see uh, basically my sister-in-law, Nikki Chase, says Hemsworth is a babe. Yep. Totally agree with you. Uh, his brother is not that attractive. But. Luke, what about the other one? There's a, there's Luke and Liam. I think there's Luke Hemsworth. The one that was nailing Miley Cyrus is not a hunk. Chris Liam? is a hunk. Yeah, Chris is. Liam, not so much. Uh, it was Liam. I don't. I think there's a, there's a third Hemsworth, and he is in uh, Westworld. Okay, thank you for telling me anyway, that. Anyway, uh, agreed. I love the cat movies and what they're doing with them are great. Winter Soldier is one of my favorites. Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. Think you, I need to watch that again. You can't I talk it. about uh, the this, you know, you can't rank the Marvel movies without putting Winter Soldier towards the top because of how well uh-huh. how, how well done it was. Uh, what do you guys think of the impending MCU Marvel Fox character merger? That was actually I'm I'm glad that you you uh, put that in the comments because after we finally stopped tangenting, uh, that was the next thing that I was going to bring into it because <clears throat> we haven't talked about it for probably a month month and a half on the show, um, but the Disney Fox merger is official, um, it's happening, so Marvel Disney I'm just going to say Marvel because it makes more sense in my head Marvel is getting all of their shit back. Or the majority of their shit back. Um, so from here on out, Mar- or Deadpool's going to be a Disney thing and not a Fox thing. Um, it, it it makes me excited for the future because I hope that in the next, I'm going to say in the next five years, that Marvel can reacquire characters like Venom and Carnage away from Sony. Um you know, because they got the majority of them back from Fox. Let's see if we can, you know, keep shoving shit in the bag and 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 get the really good characters. Um, I'm really excited for the Venom film this fall. Me um, too. And I know you are too. And I hope that uh, Miranda doesn't steal you away, and you and I can go experience that one together because it will be. I know for a fact I will want to talk about it on the show, and the best conversation that we have on the show is when we experience a film together. Yes, I agree. Um, so, you know, we're both big Tom Hardy fans. We're both big fans of the, the character venom itself. Uh, so look forward to that in the next few months from us. But as far as, uh, the merger too bad, Tyler, she, he's mine for that. Fuck off, Miranda. I might have to go with Tyler on this one. Yeah. I mean, you got me for the Meg. Yeah. I wanted to see the Meg, and now I'm not going to see it. So, but anyway, as far as the merger goes, uh, there, there's, there's a lot of positives, and there, uh, there might not be as many negatives. Uh, Disney, when the merger talk first started happening, they announced that if the merger goes through and they reacquire Deadpool, uh, that it will continue to be a rated R film. So I look forward to that. The only thing uh, that I'm kind of worried about is if they call a lot of, uh, hold on, Miranda, this is not a custody thing. This isn't a back and forth. Like I get, I get him on Thanksgiving. You can have him on Christmas. She's saying you, he, that you have me for Godzilla. So she gets me for Venom. <laughs> I'll just have you for both. And then we don't have to argue about it because I'm in the middle of a sentence right now. 
Good job. Um, as far as the the rated R thing goes, I think uh, that it's it's good that they 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 outright came and or they came outright and said that um, that it will continue to be a rated R film. The only thing that I'm worried about is if they call some of the if they don't bring uh, some of the Fox people that were involved in the making of Deadpool over during the transition mm-hmm. and then they try and push the rated R even harder than it already has been pushed the last two films. I don't really know that you could do that, but I could see Disney saying, well, this is what the fans wants or this is what the fans want. And then fucking, you know, knocking the knob off and then it just turns into a shit movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think overall it's a good thing. Um, we don't really know what's happening with the new mutants movie that they announced uh, about a year and a half ago. We got a trailer for it. We got a trailer, and then it it's was weird. delayed, and then the time that it was supposed to be delayed to got pushed even farther, and then it just kind of got lost in translation with uh, Deadpool and Infinity yeah. War. So I don't, I don't really know what's what's happening there. Skylar says she would go see Venom, so maybe we could just all see it together. Yeah, we can all see it together as a family. There we go. Problem solved. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe I'll just go see it by myself. You won't. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I'm excited enough for that one, I probably would go see it by myself. (laughs) See, that's why I went and saw all those movies that I saw by myself, because I was super excited. Yeah, but it's sad. I was like, I'm not... It's sad eating an entire, you know... two large buckets of popcorn and a mega chug <laughs> and you start jacking off in a fucking theater full of people and they're looking at you like yeah that guy just killed two buckets of popcorn and jacked off and with the excess butter and now he's jacking off with with the with the excess lubrication there it's very salty it's okay. slightly abrasive going to the movies okay so i'm gonna ask this to the audience uh how do you guys feel about going to see a movie alone Yes or no? I saw Dawn of the Dead by myself. I saw a lot of movie by, movies by myself. I, I'm not shitting on it. What I'm what I'm getting at is The Meg is not a movie that is worth me going to sit in the theater yeah. by myself. See, I don't have an issue going to see a movie by myself. Going like, however, I just thought of this like going to the drive-in by yourself. Oh, that's yeah. that's weird. That's lame as that's shit. That's super weird. <laughs> you don't be, do that. Just be a regular gay. Just go, go grab that homeless guy around the corner and give him three bucks to sit in your car so you don't look like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Which actually might make you look like more of a weirdo. So don't do that. Um, yeah. but so, so what do you think of the merger? I mean, I, I, I'm not just going to fucking exposition. No, I, I absolutely think it's it's great. We're getting some characters back. I mean, we're going to see hopefully some characters like the Fantastic Four actually uh, done right. Not that I really give a fuck about the Fantastic just Four. Just let the Fantastic Four fucking die. The only I've, time the Fantastic Four becomes relevant is if you're going to do shit with Doctor Doom and you're going to fucking do shit with, with Galactus. That's the only time that it fucking becomes relevant. You're right. Like, uh, the the only thing I like about the Fantastic Four is the villains. Um, Thank you. The Dr. heroes Doom's are great. Fuck, well, Johnny, Johnny Storm's cool. The fucking Human cool. Torch is cool. Yeah. But that's about it. But I, I love Galactus. I, lo- I, look, I love everything about Galactus. Galactus is awesome. <laughs> the Silver Surfer's my guy. Yeah. You know, he's villain. He's fucking anti-hero. He's hero. You know, he jumps back and forth. He's fucking doing his own thing. The Silver Surfer is one of the coolest characters, period, dot, in 
comics in superhero fandom. Yeah. yeah. He's just a fucking cool guy. He's a cool guy. And then, you know, obviously Galactus and Doctor Doom are two of the coolest fucking villains. Matt said a little while ago, I think they could even bring back Wolverine since Logan was set into later into the future. Well, see, th- that was the next thing I was going to bring up. So there's talks right now of bringing back Hugh Jackman. But would he do it? Absolutely. He's, he said he would do it if it was like a an Avengers type thing. Yeah. So, so do a big fucking movie where it's the Avengers and the X-Men working side by side. And then at the end of that film, fucking Galactus shows up and kills Wolverine. Boom. You've got Hugh Jackman coming back to the franchise, doing his swan song. Fucking Galactus arrives, kills him. Boom, done. Hugh Jackman can move on from the character. Fans have... Uh, Wolverine and the rest of the heroes on screen at the same time, and then he dies. He officially 100% dies. Not multiverse shit with Logan. Logan was a great film. It's one of my favorite uh, films in the overall franchise. But that was a shit-fucking way to send to send Hugh Jackman out. I don't think so. What made it so shit? Let's hear it. Um, well... I don't like that the villain of the film was himself. Yes and no. I don't. I don't like that. It's technically his son, Drac, Draken, Drac. I can't remember. It was himself. The way that the movie did it, it was himself. But um, I like that. I like the aspect of that character of that villain that it made Logan look at himself the entire film because it's that's what I was. That's what I chose not to become. That's what I chose not to stay. Um, and then obviously the stuff with X-23 was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, his interactions with Professor X were great. Um, watching him come to ter- come to grips with mortality was fantastic. The film, you know, I gave the film a 10 out of 10. 100%. Yes. yes. Um, his death scene was fantastic, you know, and then there's the theory of... The, uh, in the Wolverine. In the Wolverine. Oh, my chills yeah in the wolverine (laughs) when she's talking about that vision you know that's actually the end of logan i love all that you know i got it fucking too um but man sitting at the end of that movie i watched that movie at 10 o'clock in the morning on a saturday and at the end of it i didn't know what to fucking say i didn't know what to think because that was another movie i saw by myself one of the best actors to ever put on a superhero costume is now done. And I I couldn't accept that because as great as the ending of that film was and as great as the overall movie was, that's not good enough to me. You know, some of the shit that he did in uh, Days of Future, not, yeah, Days yeah. of Future's Past, really dug it. But that also was not good enough to fucking send Wolverine out. You know, that is Wolverine. That is one of the most beloved characters in all of the franchises. That's that's almost the fucking Superman of of Marvel at this point. Yeah. You know how many people love Wolverine? You got to fucking send that guy out. And I'm not saying they did it bad. Um, but who are you, the reason I feel this way? Who are you going to replace Hugh Jackman with? There is no one. Up until Tom Hardy took uh, Venom, I would have said, well, maybe Tom Tom could do it. 
You know, he he would be my uh, half-ass okay choice. Um, but I don't know. I don't know of anyone else that could do it. I mean, you and I have sat down and talked about this a dozen times. Brandon and I have sat down and talked about it a dozen times. We've all done it together, and we can never come up with anybody. He he made that yeah. character. That character is Hugh Jackman, and I don't. I I, I just don't know. Yeah. But if you bring him back, now that the franchises are, are whole again, you bring him back one last time for a giant crossover film like that again. And, it, I mean, you would have everybody. The Avengers, the Guardians, uh, the Fantastic Four. You've got the X-Men. You, I mean, it is the biggest of all the crossovers after Infinity War. And then you kill him. That's how you do it, in my mind. That's how you do it. That's We've satisfied the fans. We've brought Hugh Jackman back. We've satisfied him because this is something that he's always been interested in. And then one of the most beloved villains in the franchise with one of the most beloved characters in history. And that's how you send him out. Or you send him out in the Dark Phoenix. Ooh. That's another movie I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, Apocalypse was terrible. It was okay. It was terrible, Blaine. It was okay. It's not my favorite. I'm not going to go out and defend it. It was It was not it's, a good movie. The most I'm going to defend it is that it's. it was okay. Uh, I wasn't a big, the biggest fan of Oscar Isaac's Apocalypse. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, exactly. It was okay. I mean, I'm not. It. It was. Jean Grey it, was done well. Oh yeah. Um, Sophie Turner. Did Sophie an Turner awesome was job. good. Uh, Quicksilver was obviously fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those scene, those Quicksilver scenes. Are Magneto always so was fantastic. Great. I don't like the guy that plays Professor X. Don't, I don't like uh, him. I don't. I like him. I don't. I just really don't. But Michael Fassbender is Magneto. Thank you. Just absolutely nails it every fucking time but see here's the thing every too. one of those movies like you've got old magneto uh with uh sir ian and then you've got michael fassbender's young magneto could you cast anyone else as either one of those roles you absolutely couldn't. not you could not absolutely and that's not. where i'm at with wolverine like like god, god damn it that is one of my favorite scenes in all of superhero movies is when and in, in, in X-Men Apocalypse, when Magneto's family gets killed. Yes. And he just rages. Yeah. And he just fucking, he murders all the police with just that necklace, that pendant. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's just yelling to the sky. Again, it's just, it's just like Thor in Infinity War. Right. And he is just screaming to the gods for his vengeance, for his, he, and he's, he's like, is this what you want me to be? He he is he has been working so hard to live a normal life and be a regular guy, and and you know he he's he's lived that past where he, he's had that violent past he's had that where he's been the bad guy he's had to do the shit, and now he just wants to live a normal life. Yep. And be and live in peace. And that gets taken away. And that gets taken away, and he is forced to once again do something wrong, do, do something bad, bad. Stuff. And he's like, "Is this what you want me to be?" Hit me with another beer, dude, sock. I'll take that platinum nugs. There you go, sir. Thanks, my man. 
I'm not going to get wasty pants uh, this episode, but I am going to have a good time. Because this is the day that I drink and have a good time. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> I was kind of worried that it was going to explode. Like all the other beers that come out of your refrigerator fucking explode. So, I mean, I, I hope that answers your question. Um, you know, the all-around music folks, I hope that answers your question. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't really think I need to do this for, for people because I stand by my opinions Excuse me. Jennifer asks if we talked about the Meg. Yes and no. Tyler hasn't seen it yet, but I have, as I told you. And I just gave like a brief, like, you know, good or bad. Maybe I'll see if Cameron wants to go see it with me. Oh, hell yeah. Do that. He would probably go see it with me. Do that. You need Uh, to give me that card, by the way. I do. It's right here. I left it right in here for you. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it when we leave. Okay. Or I'll take it right now. Do it. Um... (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I stand by my opinions. I, I have a weird way of, of uh, critiquing a film and critiquing performances and scripts. And, you know, I, I stand by it. Apocalypse, in my mind, was a terrible film. There were good parts of that movie. There were very good uh, portrayals of characters uh, and good performances. I actually didn't mind Oscar Isaac's performance as Apocalypse. I thought what they did. I think I think the overall uh, role of Apocalypse in that film was very neutered. Yes. Uh, because Apocalypse yes. is Apocalypse for a reason. Um, but I don't think his portrayal was bad. I just don't think they focused on the character enough. Um, True. With Apocalypse, you need to do it like marvel did with infinity war it needs to be it needs to be needs like to end be all, his it, movie end all be all movie well yeah. no, no, no 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 what i'm saying is infinity war was thanos's film thanos was the main character with a character like apocalypse you need to do very it. similar you yeah. need to do it that same way um so i don't know i was very disappointed with uh psylocke yeah but i mean I mean, B-list fucking hero or anti-hero villain, whatever she is. Yeah, but with the actress casting, how did you not know it was going to be that way? I figured it was. I mean, she was in a lot of interviews and shit, like with like talk shows and shit. Like she was going to be a big deal in the movie. She's she's a fucking internet celebrity. Either way, I mean, they usually side characters like that. Or if if you're going to be like, a what bigger, about Archangel? You weren't com- you didn't complain about that. I don't really know Archangel that well. I yeah, don't. He's kn- a badass character. I don't know a lot of the. You know me. X-Men. I I haven't seen a lot. I haven't. I haven't read, read a lot of the comics. Lot. Yeah, that's fine. So and you know three when, minutes on Wikipedia will take care of you. I know, and that's my gimmick. Right. Um. And you know when the the cartoons were out, I was just a wee lad, so I I didn't really commit much of it oh, to I memory. Oh, I jacked off to that shit every day. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't commit it to memory like I did some other shows. But like Kablam. Like Kablam, apparently. <laughs> You remember Prometheus and Bob? Fuck yeah, I remember Prometheus and <laughs> Prometheus Bob. Prometheus and Bob. We're back to Kablam. <laughs> but uh, no, so as much as much nitpicks that I have with the last couple X Men movies, um, you know, I thought First Class was okay. Um, I thought Days of Futures Past was, if uh, 
Hugh Jackman would have not have been in that film. It would not have been very good. No. Um, Peter Dinklage's character was uh, pretty yeah. shitty in Days yeah. of Futures Past. I don't like the guy that they cast as Stryker. I don't like that really? actor. I don't like that actor. So every time he was on screen, it was like, eh. <laughs> he's making that squinting face oh, again. Man. I don't... So I, can't, I don't know the guy's name, but he he literally plays a douchebag in every single movie he's in. Yeah. He's in he's in uh, the Friday the 13th reboot. Yep. Uh, it's not the same guy that plays Stryker, obviously, but um, but he, it, anytime I see him, I just cringe because I know he's going to be a douchebag character. Yeah. Uh, so I know how you feel about that. He makes that squinty face. If he, yeah, if he didn't make that fucking squinty face, he'd be all right. He does the Josh Brolin face. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. Said Josh Brolin coined that Josh shit. Josh Brolin so. does Josh Brolin face. Everyone else does shitty squinty face. That's fair. You can't do Josh Brolin face. You will literally internally combust. Jo- I love Josh Brolin. I do too. He did such. A, he said. <laughs> Have you seen Men in Black 3? Yeah. Oh, my God. He I did hate a, the Men in Black movies. They're terrible. He did so... He did Tommy Lee Jones so fucking perfect. Yeah, he did. Like, young Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. Josh, Bro- Josh Brolin doesn't do Josh Brolin face. I'm going to correct myself. Josh Brolin does Tommy Lee Jones face. Because Tommy Lee Jones does Tommy Lee Jones face. And we're just going to keep saying actors' names with face behind it for the rest of this episode. Yep. So, I don't know. I I'm... For the rest of the X-Men films, uh, for what's left over from Fox, and then going forward, once Disney gets a hold of it, I think it'll be five years. See, I don't know. It's hard to say whether we go right into the X-Men and give the Avengers a hiatus, and then we focus on all the cool shit that the X-Men and Deadpool are doing. You know, the next Deadpool film isn't going to be a Deadpool film, I don't think. I think it'll be an X-Force film. Um, that would, especially with the way that he changed the timeline at the end of yeah. Deadpool 2, it would make the most sense to me going forward that they do an X-Force film instead of Deadpool 3. So, with that being said, do you think in this new X-Force film, this new Deadpool X-Force film... I will jack off. Do you... Th- yeah, obviously. <laughs> <sighs> Go on. Do you think we'll get more Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Best cameo ever. Yeah, best cameo ever. Well, you know the... I mean, fuck, I'm taking my hat off. But, uh, you know the fucking... The moment Brad Pitt popped up on screen, you and I both looked at each other like, (laughs) What? (laughs) It's Brad Pitt! They couldn't have done that any fucking better. No one knew. No one knew going into that that it was Brad Pitt. No. No one. I didn't even know there was an invisible guy. Oh, I did. Uh, maybe I did. But they did, know. you know, like Zeitgeist is a cool character, is a cool, not well-known character from Marvel. So it was cool that they brought him in. Uh, you know, obviously he wasn't in the film very long. Um, <laughs> but just, I mean, I think Deadpool 3 will be Deadpool X-Force. I mean, obviously the title will be different than that, but maybe it won't. Maybe I it mean, will just be Deadpool X-Force. I can say they got Domino and Cable now. Right. Uh... And then everybody else, you know, Zeitgeist. Peter. Peter. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would imagine they focus on him more. I love how they... they it's just him dying over and oh over again God. and then him fucking time traveling back. They they build this movie like it was going to be like a... Su- like, not exactly a superhero team-up, but like just a team-up movie. Like, right. where they just... He just recruits a, a team and all that. And it's literally not even five minutes of the movie. Right. They mark... But that's what made it great. That's what, what made it great, I know. Though, because you the didn't The Deadpool movies it. are just marketed 
so fucking well. Well, and that, I mean, this goes back to what we said about, you know, Chris Hemsworth and Hugh Jackman and uh, Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Who else could you cast as Nobody. fucking Deadpool Nobody. to do it as well? You know, a lot of people shit on fucking Ryan Reynolds for his performance as Deadpool. I don't give a shit if it's character accurate or not. It is great. It is fantastic. It is perfect. It's perfect. Like, Deadpool... I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, love, go, I love Nolan North Deadpool, but fucking right. Ryan Reynolds... But I can go... Okay, so I can go to the theater and watch a Deadpool film and not have to worry about being politically correct in 2018... Yeah. Because no one gives a shit. They're there to see that guy do weird fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Where else can you do that? Nowhere. Other than Pornhub. <laughs> but, uh... So, I... I don't know. I mean... We're gonna have to move on from the Avengers. Yeah. Because contracts are expiring. People are starting to get stale. You know, they're running out of storylines. Um... You know, send those people on their way, and then let's focus on the X-Men for a couple years. And then let's go back, and then let's focus on the new Avengers. And then, you know, obviously Tom Holland's young. Oh, uh, yeah, he can play Spider-Man for a long let's time. Let's focus on, you know, he has done, you know, I love I love me some Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but Tom Holland has done the best job overall. He's done the best job of both worlds. Yes. Um, much, much like... Much like Ben Affleck did with Batman. Yes. Batfleck is something that should continue. Um, so it, I, I, I keep saying it over and over again, but it, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out because there's going to be a paradigm shift. One of two things is either going to happen. The time of the Avengers... Nice to see you, Calvin. Uh, the time of the Avengers is either going to end... And then it's going to transition to DC. He's my fake friend. Finally being in control of their shit and putting out good material. Yeah. Um, Justice League was a good film. Watch Mm -hmm. it. It it is worth watching. Um, And, you know, we talked about that on like 10 episodes ago. So I'm not going to rehash that one out. But it's either going to be a paradigm shift and go to DC. And then DC is going to hold like a decade worth of films And then they're going to have their big fucking moment. Or we're going to split the difference between DC and the X-Men. Which I'm okay with. Let DC have their share of the fucking silver screen. Absolutely. Absolutely. That last film was well done. The cast was well done. Let them them try. And I don't say that in a, a derogatory way because I obviously enjoyed the last film. But let them keep going. Let's see how the Aquaman movie pans out. And let's see maybe what Wonder Woman 2, how that plays out. Uh, Let's get some Flash shit popping. I don't like the character. I can't wait for some Flash stuff. I don't like... um, Can't wait for some Flash stuff. What's the fucking um, actor's name? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, thank you. Um, Yeah, let's get get some Flash shit popping. I don't really care about Cyborg. Yeah, I, don't I, I just I never have. I've never really even liked in that this character. movie, even in this movie where they decided to up him up to a Justice yeah, League member instead I, of Teen Titan. Right. Yeah, I, I've just I've just never really cared about that character. Um, but yeah, let, let's see what happens. And then, you know, there's a rumor that's been circulating the last couple days about a new Green Lantern. Have you seen this? Yes. Tom Cruise Tom is Cruise. potentially cast 
as Green Lantern. He is waiting on the script to decide whether or not he accepts the offer or not. I, I can't remember if I've talked about this yet or not. Wait a minute. Go for it. I want to go on record and say I am totally 100% on board with Tom fucking teeth out of line or out of alignment with the rest of his skull. Tom fucking Cruz as Green Lantern. As Hal Jordan. As Hal Jordan. Hell yeah. I'm, a, I'm up for that. Uh, I guess there was like a study done um, that. Have you ever noticed that, though? His teeth. <laughs> I haven't. Don't fucking line up with his nose. Like, like if you draw a line between the center of your two front teeth, it bisects your head perfectly. Tom Cruise's is like a fucking inch <laughs> on the other side of his nose. Oh, that's nose. no good. Yeah. So I didn't even interrupt you, but I had to the, say that because I it's guess, freaky as shit. I guess some like somebody did. I don't know who. Uh, but they did a study and they correlated the amount of the the distance or the amount Tom Cruise runs in a movie to how well it does in a box office. God damn. <laughs> how did someone think of that? And, and apparently me? I can't I didn't I can't pull up exact statistics, but like he has to run so many miles in a movie in order for it to be successful. Remember Mission Impossible 2? That fucking crotch rocket fight scene? No, I, I haven't seen Mission Impossible 2. I've seen the end of it. That's a. That's I'm, the crotch rocket fight scene, you fuck! Oh, I don't remember then. God damn it, watch Mission Impossible 2. That's fucking young Tom Cruise. It's, I've, I've never watched any of those. I'm not a Mission I'm not a Tom Cruise guy, really. Oh, I am. It depends I mean, on the movie. He's a nuts a fucking Scientologist, but I love, I love me some Tom Cruise. I really liked Oblivion. Oh yeah, that was great. It was it was really that was there it was, was an lo- artsier movie. There I think. was a lot of underappreciated movies that came out around the same time: Priest, Oblivion, um, Elysium. Elysium was okay. Elysium was good. That was a good. It was film. okay. I wanted it more. That, w- that was a very emotional movie, and yeah. Matt Damon did a very good job in that film. I like Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's a douche, but I also like Matt Damon as an actor. Um, what else am I thinking of? There was Priest, Oblivion, Elysium. What was some other movies that came out around the same time that were similar? Uh, there was that one movie Will Smith did with his son. Oh, After Earth. Yeah. And that, that movie was not good at all. That came out at the exact same time as Oblivion. Yep. And they're both almost the exact same movie. Kind of. On trailer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I ha- I never watched it. I- but God, that fucking the end of Oblivion, when Tom Cruise comes back, and then you have to guess like, uh, is it a clone? Is it the real Tom Cruise? It, or is it the previous clone? You don't fucking know. If it was me, I would have kept nailing the redhead myself. It's, it's but- been so long since I've seen it that like I don't remember. Th- I didn't remember that he was a clone. So way to un way to kind of spoil it for me. You remember the redhead. Though. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I would have kept nailing the redhead in my fucking hilltop fortress. The hilltop fortress. But I, I'm, I did that on purpose. But that—that's one of those. Oblivion made me want to play No Man's Sky because of that fucking that pyramid or that polyhedron that's in space. You don't know what the fuck it's about. Mm-hmm. Like Oblivion ends and it's like, wait a minute, where did this fucking thing come from? Why is it fucking holding dominion over Earth? What the fuck happened? What is all this shit? And you don't ever find out, but it's such a satisfying movie because artistically it is so well done. The script is good. Tom Cruise does a fantastic job. All the little fucking things of that film are great. 
That is one of my favorite films of the last decade. Really? Hands down. Hands down one of my favorite movies. And we have never talked about it. No, because I didn't know that you'd even seen it. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw that with my mom and my brother Brady. I saw that one by myself. <laughs> I did. You son of a bitch. I was really fucking excited for yeah. that film. I think it was just no okay I'm, I'm mixing another movie up that but because i i my mom whenever she was in town or whatever she would always just be like hey we're gonna go see this maybe i'd be like okay i'll join right uh that's how i saw life of pi like i had never even heard of it great fucking movie oh, I know. that is a great film at because at the end of the movie it's one of those like wait was it real or did he just was it really lie? animals or were they all eating each other which story is the real story yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just a that was a movie I had never seen a trailer for, never fucking heard of. But I saw the trailer of him and the tiger on the boat. That nope, was never saw a trailer. But that was so fucking well done. Oh, I know, and like that I movie does so not get I enough saw, praise. I was so glad I went and saw that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch that fuck, rent it or buy it on Blu-ray, and watch that fucking movie in four K. I have it. Yeah, how fucking pretty of a movie is that? In I can't 4K? wait. It's I actually great. haven't watched it on this TV. Oh, it's great in 4K. It's fantastic. Especially all the, like you like my gold standard of 4K viewing because some 4K can look really shitty mm-hmm. because it's so detailed. It makes it look fake. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's a phenomenon especially like people don't understand that if you buy a if you pay for a high definition TV package with your cable, satellite, fiber uh, provider, whoever it is, uh, it doesn't matter. No one films broadcast TV in 4K. No, it's too expensive. So that's why if you turn on an Indianapolis Colts game, uh, like last night was one of their preseason games, you turn that on, it kind of looks shitty on a 4K TV because it's not any higher than 1080p. Yet that's one of the re- that's one of the ways they try to sell TV. Absolutely. Any TV, any TV is like, oh yeah, because. Like, Super Bowl time, TVs get marked down. Right. Which does make sense a little bit because it's the refresh rate. If you want to watch live sports, you want uh, a 120-plus hertz refresh rate on your TV, then the shit looks really good. Your your picture quality is going to be kind of shitty, though, because no one broadcasts in 4K. I mean, Netflix, Hulu, anything that you stream, they have the ability to stream in 4K. Yes. But as far as broadcast TV goes, it's too expensive. I can't wait till HBO starts streaming in 4K. Well, here's the thing. Fuck. By the time everybody starts broadcasting in 4K, 8K, we're gonna be in fucking like 12K. Yeah, I know. That's that's how it goes. Which is fine, you know. I don't have to buy a TV for a while. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, but I, I kind of got fucking sidetracked. But oh, so my gold standard uh, as far as uh, high definition viewing goes is with water. What? With water. We're talking about 4K TVs and Life of Pi. Life of Pi, oh, a lot of that film how, is water. Oh, okay. I thought you were ta- saying like the, a movie called Water no, 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 or something no. like that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. A lot of that film is water. So if you pop in Life of Pi right now and you and I start watching it, everything that, you know, obviously a lot of the water is CGI, mm-hmm. but it is so detailed because it's in 4K, I'm sold. That was Life of Pi... Um, I saw like a short clip in Best Buy when I was looking to buy my first 4K TV, and that is what made me want to buy a 4K TV. That is what sold me on buying a 4K TV was that you know short like 
30 second clip that I saw in fucking Best Buy of Life of Pi. You know when he's in the ocean and it's nighttime and there's the all whales. the bio, the, all the well the whales yeah. and all the bioluminescent shit. That is what sold me on a 4K Such TV. Such a cool scene. There, there's a there's a bunch of scenes in that movie where the water, like the water, is just like pure reflection of the sky. Absolutely. Uh, the the scene where his uncle dives into the the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that movie was absolutely that movie was gorgeous in just 1080p. Right. Like fuck. That's why I said like you know I was gonna buy like a 70 inch 1080p TV because it was gonna cost me the same as my 55 inch. 4k tv you know obviously it was you know holiday season so every tv was marked down but i was cruising i I knew i wasn't going to buy a tv at best buy but i wanted to browse because they obviously have one of the largest tv selections at least as far as uh here in town goes if i'm going to buy a tv normally i'll go to fry's in indianapolis yeah have you ever been there uh mike that's so funny you mentioned that mike was talking about that store today yeah it's like a computer superstore yeah fries is badass if you're gonna buy anything electronic, i want to go if you're gonna buy anything electronic fuck best buy buy it at fries yeah you'll get a better price and you and they have more they have a larger selection so sorry all you best boy or best buy fanboys you guys suck compared to fries it's kind of like sweetwater guitar center yeah okay fries is the sweetwater of tvs Sweet. and electronics in general yeah, I definitely want to go there because he said Mike was talking. Anytime all about you it. want to take a trip down to Fry's, let me know and I'll well, fucking Guitar down Center's there with you. right, right there too. Apparently, yeah, but Guitar Center sucks. So. Yeah, but it's it's still there. It still has stuff and things. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't want to fucking nerd out on Life of Pi any longer because that movie speaks for itself. It's it's one of the it is one of the best done movies of the last twenty years. I don't know how anybody definitely. could argue with that. Grab another beer. That's fair. Get that fucking drink that Slurpee that I brought. A pineapple. pineapple? Yeah, go ahead and have it. Don't you want that? I want it, but just give me one drink of it, and you can have it. It's my gift to you, my man. It's my gift to you. (laughs) And you need to start laying your beers on their sides. I don't have. I don't have room. Yeah, you do. You can fucking stack them on their side. Oh, to actually put them on their side. I thought I wasn't supposed to. No. Why? I don't know. You told me not to. No, I didn't. I could have swore you did. Somebody. No, did. I told you not to have them straight up and down. Because then everything settles on the bottom. If you lay them on the side, it settles on the, the fucking wall of the can. So when you upright it, it stirs everything up. Oh, yeah. Is it still good? It's It kind of smells like a Honeycrisp now. Like Honeycrisp cereal. Oh, God, Honeycrisp is so good. Honeycrisp, Sugar Smacks, fucking Golden Crisp. Is it still good? Not as good as I remember. It's obviously been in there for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to drink this stuff as soon as you can. This isn't one you want to actually let sit. I think it's still good. Oh. I've got a brand new fucking platinum nugget, so you go ahead and slug that bad boy. I slug that blackberry fresh fruit. Yeah, I don't know how you could. The fresh fruits are disgusting. No, th- this one got better. I had one of the- so we went. Oh, story time! Wait a minute, real quick, real quick, real quick. Did you see what I tagged you in on Facebook today? I don't remember. Yeah, I saw it, but I don't remember. Fucking fruity nuggets, my yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't remember if I tried that or not. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, you, we had one, and only one. 
I think I, I think I didn't like it, and I gave it to you. No, we both liked Fruity Nuggets. Did we? Yes. I don't remember at all. Anyway, so uh, we went on a float trip this weekend down to Sugar Valley. Did you get my picture, by the way? I asked you to give me a picture. I did not. Uh, you some bitch. We'll discuss that a bit. That's uh, fair. So we go to Sugar Valley for a float trip for uh, Nick's gr- Nick Maxson's girlfriend, Jess. Uh, and we went. We did the same thing last year. Uh, almost, almost identical group of people. Uh, but yeah, we we had a blast again. Uh, th- this year was a little more eventful, though. Uh, within the first half hour, we came across uh, a rock we could jump off of. Uh, it was a good. Uh, did Dave break his neck? No, Dave. Uh, Dave actually successfully um, jumped off a rock. Jumped off a rock into some water. Good job. Uh, good job, Dave. The it was it was about a 15, 20 foot uh, drop into seventeen foot deep water. And so, uh, Nick was the second person to jump off, and much to our surprise, he did a front flip. And uh, much to us not noticing, he landed very, very badly on his side, uh, and it completely took the wind out of him. And not only that, not only did it completely take the wind out of him, he also had to swim back to his float. So with no no oxygen, he, he could not breathe, and he had to swim all the way back. <laughs> he was done. <laughs> he was fucking done. A um, couple more people jumped. Uh, Jess Jess finally jumped, uh, and we all we were all going along. And then very shortly after that, we before we could we we were almost, we were inside of a shore, and uh, we we started noticing Nick was not doing good, and then he started throwing up, and he was just. He was not good, <laughs> so we were. I, I and I feel like an asshole for this. So somebody was like, "Should we call nine one one?" And like I could have swore I heard Jess say, "No, don't call nine one one." So I heard it again, and I'm like, "No, don't call nine one one." Apparently, she said, "Call nine one one." And here I am, the asshole saying, "No, don't call nine one one. Let him die." <laughs> God, you're a piece of shit. No, I didn't. I so just. What was wrong with him? Uh. He like I said, he landed wrong. Uh, well, so we ended up getting on shore. Uh, someone called nine one one. EMS came out. Conservation and DNR came out. Um, they they were very the cons the conservation officer or DNR officer was he was a giant dickhead. He's like, didn't you see the signs posted? Didn't you see the signs posted? No swimming, no jumping off the rocks. They're posted everywhere. We spent thousands of dollars putting those signs everywhere, and it's like like okay, dude. Um, but yeah, EMS came out, uh, took his vitals, gave him some oxygen. He, and it was, it was a whole hour long ordeal of our three hour of what was supposed to be our three hour trip. Um, and Nick declined going to a, like going, taking an ambulance ride, going to hospital as he probably should have. Um, so it just turns out he, uh, he just hit it wrong, took the wind out of him, uh, probably bruised his sternum. Uh, I've cracked that motherfucker oh, twice. Yeah. I so bet. it's not fun. No. It's hard to breathe, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he apparently all he just he just needed that extra boost of oxygen uh just to, you know, catch him back up to normal levels. Uh so we finally got back in the water. The the officer apo- ended up apologizing for being a dickhead too. He's like, "Hey guys, I know I came on strong, but we take this very seriously. Like, 
couple summers ago, we we had to pull six people out of from un, from under the water. Yeah, all of them dead. That's why you don't jump off of rocks. Yeah, <laughs> he's I mean, like we we have these die. We have these signs posted for a reason. If he would have taken oxygen as his lungs, that's seventeen feet deep. You're not going down there. You don't know those waters. We have to dive down there and find them. Mm-hmm. And like he would have been gone. And so, so we went on our merry way. And uh, not long after, uh, not even a half hour, 45 minutes after that, Dave Linder's tube pops <laughs> because it got, we got into a shallow spot and it got impaled by a stick. <laughs> so we had to That'll pop a float, folks. <laughs> a stick will pop a float. It will. Uh, definitely. <laughs> so we had to, uh, sacrifice one of our cooler tubes. Uh, so Dave could have a tube and we just wrapped a life vest around the cooler and let it float behind us <laughs> past that. You know, it was just a good time. No more, uh, rock jumping. We did a lot of that last year. Did a lot of it last year. No front flips. So maybe had he done like a normal, you know, jump. He would have been did fine. Did you jump off the rock? No, I didn't. I did last year. What a pussy. Last year I did. I don't care. You didn't do it this year. I didn't want to. Pussy. It was Okay, the jump, that's fun. I like doing that. It's getting out of the water completely soaked, climbing up onto a rock that you can't really get a grip of, and climbing up some more rocks, and then climbing up some more rocks. I didn't want to fucking do that soaking wet. Yeah. So I said, fuck that. I'm, I'm just going to stay in my tube this year. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, but it was a good trip overall. Uh, I, I, I had uh, I had I brought a blackberry fresh fruit and a strawberry fresh fruit and a juice busters and a Mountain Dew. Uh, you brought four beers. Brought three beers and a Mountain Dew. Oh. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I sucked down the blackberry fresh fruit. I was like, God damn, that went down fast. And then I just drank it today, and I was like, Damn, that went down fast. It was just so smooth. Not the not the best taste it doesn't taste as bad as it initially did but like the whole point of me telling this flow trip story is just so i could talk about the fresh fruit blackberry fresh fruit you. <laughs> yep yep it was a fun trip though i had a i had a pretty good weekend because we also had the uh doom room variety show saturday night uh which i got to see mr nate phillips uh, i unfortunately did not get it to attend yeah sarah and uh, veronica all play and walk among us uh, there was some exotic dancing. How was that? Uh, not very enjoyable. Um, yeah. One hand, it was super awkward because Miranda was right beside me. And I'm like, I don't know what I should look at. I've never been in this situation before. Um, and two, like, it, she just wasn't the most attractive. So it's like, I don't really want to watch this. That's when you eat a pizza. I had already eaten my pizza. <laughs> uh, so we're just sitting there watching this before. The fucking North End Pub has some good pizza, too. Oh, yeah, it do. Uh, I finished that you up. you just say, oh, yeah, it do? <laughs> Sometimes it really do, folks. <laughs> Sometimes it really it do. Really do. Uh, Shabadoo. Uh, they, had, they had a comedy act, like a very brief comedy act before uh, I think Zephaniah went on. I didn't get to watch Zephaniah. I decided to go home. Because uh, Miranda, Miranda and I drove separately, but I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I really wanted to see Zephaniah, but I was just, I was just ready. Um, Sometimes it really do be like that. I wore the Heritage shirt, and it was a big hit. 
Dave's going to buy one and wear them at some yesterday's chip shows. Yeah, he is. Uh, they won't be on very long, but he will wear them. He will. He will. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time overall. We ended up, I, I had some really good conversation with Nate outside of the, outside of the bar, which he, he, he went into more detail about, uh, how the night went on and those conversations we had in this week's episode of journey into comics. Uh, he had a, he had a very brief or not, not so brief, but like a decent heart to heart with Miranda. Uh, that was, that was pretty cool to watch and listen to. Uh, she was having a very tough night, but were you touching yourself? I was not touching myself. Damn. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was Those a good are time. Always the best stories. And then, so the next day we woke up real early and that was another reason I left because I had to get up early. Uh, well, I was supposed to come meet with you early the next morning too. Yeah. You never even texted nope. me. Nope. Nope. I was fucking, I, I was down for the count. <laughs> I had to, I had to go pick up a fish tank. And I just, I overslept. So I've got, uh, I've got a 36 gallon bow front in my daughter's room. And then Skylar wants that out of her room. And I've wanted to upgrade to a bigger tank for years. Uh, so I'm in the process of, you know, planning out how I'm going to move that tank downstairs. And then I like to do this thing when I find something expensive that I want, like, Instead of just saving money, I go and, like, once a month I'll buy a gift card to whatever business that is. And then when I'm ready to buy it, when it comes on sale, I already have X amount of cash on gift cards. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to worry about saving it. I just have to worry about not losing the card, which is easier for me to do. Because I have so many other things that I have to save money for, you know, retirement and all this other shit. You know, I've got, like, fucking nine retirement accounts all the time so that shit stresses me out buying a gift card and putting it in my safe doesn't fucking stress me out so uh PetSmart had a 60 gallon fucking ensemble on sale so stand and tank for what i would normally just pay for the stand so i already had all these gift cards and shit so i was like this is a fucking deal that i can't pass up so i went and bought a fucking 60 gallon fish tank which is now in my throne room nice and i'm little by little getting ready to fucking stock that fish tank and then move everything downstairs. I've got fucking driftwood soaking. I've got fucking all kinds of shit on the way. It's busy, 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 busy. Fish keeping is a busy hobby, but I enjoy it. Relaxes me. So with everything that was going on, I fucking like got half ass sick Saturday. You know, uh, I know very well how it feels like when I'm running on very little sleep. Uh, like Jess posted a thing on Facebook the other day. Like, what do you do to help not trigger migraines? Well, yeah. for, for me, if I have very little sleep and, or a lot of caffeine that will instantly trigger a migraine for me. So I used to drink four to six pots of coffee a day, uh, because I was running on an average of three hours of sleep a day. So I would get fucking migraines once a week and it got to the point where I would have migraines that would last three weeks. So when I get a, it's different for everybody. When I get a migraine, my entire body feels like, you know what it feels like when your foot's asleep? Yeah. That's what my entire body feels like. I don't have any of the impaired vision or sensitivity to light, but I'm extremely nauseous. And from, 
for most people that have migraines, as soon as they throw up, the nausea goes away, and then light will make them more nauseous. I can throw up all day, every day, and the nausea won't go away, but I'm not sensitive to the light. So there for a while, I would have migraines for like three and four weeks straight. Um, and then once I started to get regular sleep and cut the caffeine intake way back, my migraines have pretty much went away. You know, I might have one, one or two a year now. I only had one last year while I was at Subaru, which was great. Um, but I was running, I, you know, I worked late on Friday. I got up early Saturday. I fucking did a lot of shit on Saturday and then towards towards Saturday afternoon, you know, you and I had talked about me going to the show Saturday night, and you reminded me what time it started, and I was like, perfect. You know, I can get all my shit done, we can er- eat dinner, we can eat dinner, and then I can fucking cruise down there, you know, watch Walk Among Us and hang out with everybody, and then literally right about the time that I was going to get ready, I fucking got hit with a migraine. And it's just debilitating. Yeah. You know, I can deal with a lot, <clears throat> I mean... Like I said, I can deal with the light and shit, but fucking nausea is something that I can just not deal with. You know, I have a fucking reoccurring or a uh, constant plaguing neck in- neck injury from fucking high school sports that whenever I get a migraine, that fucking neck injury is like amplified and then I'm just fucking down for the count. I just can't gotcha. do it. I just can't do anything. So really the only thing that I have is to go to sleep. So I went to sleep. And then fucking slept for like 14 hours. Gotcha. So otherwise I would have showed up because I was I was really looking forward to seeing Nate and the girls and, you know, obviously you. They put on a good show. I can't remember the the last song they played, something like How the Gods Kill or something like that. I I think that's somebody of the gods. Uh, I love it when they play that song. I've only seen them play it one other time, but it's such a soft beginning uh with just sarah and then then veronica comes in with some really low singing vocals and it's just that and then it it just builds up and builds up and eventually like nate comes in and veronica comes in and veronica's piano is it's got a distortion pedal on Mm -hmm. it and so it sounds that much cooler right well piano's badass anyway yes so when it once it all builds up to that and it's it's just the coolest fucking thing ever and I love it when they play that song. It's my favorite song that they do. Make, I mean, make it your ringtone. I'm not a fucking Misfits fan. I don't like the Misfits, but I like Walk Among Us. That's cool. I like what they do. I like how much fun they have doing it. You can see it on their faces. You can it, you can enjoy their performance. It. Their, per- their performance overall. You know they're having a good time. Just doing something that they love. Are you going to the shakedown? Yes. Not to change the subject. Yes, brother. I'll be there. That's this Saturday, right? No, uh, two Saturday. No, uh, it's September seventh, eighth. So it's the weekend after eighth or ninth. Weekend yeah. after Labor Day. Yeah. Um, Walk Among Us is playing Friday, and I, I won't, I might not be there. We're going to the Colts kickoff concert. Fucking lame. I told Miranda I would go. Yeah, you know uh, who's not going? Me. Uh, originally, you said you were going to go with us. Yeah, and then you didn't tell me when it was time to buy tickets, so I it's got free. out of it. I got out of it. It's free. Well, either way, I'm not going. Okay. Because Thursday night, I'm going to a Purdue game, and then uh, Friday night, we're going to the fucking Five Finger Death Punch concert. This Friday, yeah. Yeah. Not this Friday. Next, next Friday. Friday. Yeah. 
next Friday. Yeah. And then a couple days after that, I'm going to a Colts game. Oh. Not some shitty fucking kickoff concert. Yeah, I don't I don't want to go, but I'm doing it for her. Doing it for her. She does a lot of shit for me, so I'm doing it for her. I'm a strong independent man who doesn't uh, need no woman. But I guess I guess the plan is she's going to she's going to go to the shakedown earlier in the day, set up a tent, and we're just going to go from the Colts kickoff concert to the shakedown and just camp. Cool. And so we'll just we'll just be there. Uh, I haven't decided if we're going to venture out that way. Oh, man. The next night is a Dwarf Among Midgets playing again. Uh, We'd be uh, Yesterday's Chips, The Sluts, bunch of bands. Only Human. Only Human. Yeah. I feel like there's one or two more, but. Oh, Lucifist. Probably more than likely Lucifist. Uh, Huge stacked lineup. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait for it. Um, not looking forward to not having signal, but you know what? It's a show. I don't need to be on my phone. You're damn right, you so, piece of shit. Because I remember last year, I, I think Miranda and I had just started seeing each other, and uh, I came home from the scene between the Barry to me with Nick, and I got home, and she's like, I'm out here. You should come out. And I'm like, it's 2 in the morning. Fuck it. <laughs> Drive out to Mulberry. Two in the morning. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. You did it. I did it. That was a fun night. Ugh. So you told me that you had a topic. Hmm. We've rambled enough. Let's get to the topic. Mike and I today, we were talking. Sucking each other off. That, that, that wasn't happening. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna pretend it was. Damn it. Um, God damn. Yeah, luck. It was. It was. Luckily, no, no phallic members no, were involved. None of that. Uh, I was on quality. It was Mike and Tiffany. Oh God. So I was talking. Oh to God. Mike. So I was talking to Mike. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's weird. You should have been talking to Baby Girl. Nah. <laughs> God no. Uh, <laughs> no. So we mostly talked about like computer parts and components and stuff. And Did she buy a penis? She, no, she didn't buy a penis. Uh, and her her husband hasn't died of a lawnmower, <laughs> lawnmower accident. Lawnmower accident yet. Uh, still pending. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Death pending. Um, but no, we, we somehow I don't know how we did it, but we got on the subject of alien. Alien, the movie? Aliens, like Xenomorphs and James James Cameron, Ridley Scott. Fuck yeah. Um, Two of the greatest directors of all time. So we got on the subject of mostly Prometheus and Covenant. Okay. And like, you know, the inception of... That's funny, because we talked about he Prometheus said, and Covenant on he Friday. Mentioned... Oh, really? Yeah, when we were with All we Around did. Music. I'm not telling you to look at this right now, but you said computer parts, and that made me think of that. Okay. That's a 960 gig SSD. It's not a bad price. I got, a ter- I, I, say, I got a terabyte SSD in there. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it is a terabyte. 150 uh, bucks. Nice. Um, yeah, we got on the subject of Covenant and Prometheus. And I guess I forgot that. Uh, yeah, because Matt said it was one of his favorite movies. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. I remember now. Uh, but no, so we were talking about. Alien Covenant and how it basically ushers in the inception of the Xenomorph, the the straight up Xenomorph that we all know and love, right. with a few differences. 
Um, but we we started talking about like where where will the next one go? Like what's what is going to be the next one, and how is it going to lead into the original Alien? Because there's a lot of questions. Like okay, so if David uh, Michael Fassbender's character creates the Xenomorph. Um, how did this engineer ship with the actual engineer in it have a ship that has all the eggs if David's the one that created it? So are, are you asking me this? That was, was more, it was more of like a broad question that like we asked ourselves, like, okay. And so like, are you asking me this sure, at this point? Sure. Okay. So my Just discussion, we're, we're going to, we're going to dive into some fucking alien shit. That's a good way. That's a good way to, to end the show. Yeah. Um, you know, aliens and are, okay. So one that I'm going to steal from Miranda. I'm sorry, Miranda, if you're still watching this, but Blaine and I are going to go see the predator together in a couple weeks. I don't think she cares about that. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you like, <laughs> like this is a freebie. Like him and I are going to go see this cause I'm too big of a fan of the predator, uh, to not go see this. And you're going to go with me whether you want to or not. So, uh, anyway, when's it come out September? I think it actually comes out the fourth. Hmm. Either way, we'll go see it in a couple weeks. It doesn't really matter. We don't need to fucking go opening night. Uh, but anyway, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this two different ways. As of the end of Prometheus, and as of the end of Covenant, we're 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 diving deep into fan theory right now, like our own fan theory. Yes. So as of the end of Prometheus, when severed head David. And, um, Dr. Whatever, I don't remember. Elizabeth Shaw. Thank you, Shaw. Dr. Shaw, uh, fucking escape the planet. It was LV-421, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, 421 is the one that they ended up on, which is the engineer military research base. Um... When they exit that planet at the end of the film, you get to see the birth of the Deacon. Yes. Is what it's named. You get to see the, and I don't remember the giant face hugger type creature. I think they, they I think they actually. Did named, they actually give it a name? I think they named it the Troglodyte, but I can't remember. It's the Trilobite. Trilobite. Thank you. Yeah. Trilobite, actually. Yeah, Trilobite. So, I th- it's it's kind of it's it's weird to really break the ending of that movie down because it's like okay she got infected with the goo and she got well her her man got infected with the goo but then she got infected with the goo from from his goo from his goo <laughs> so so she got infected with the goo and legitimately had a the trolloby in her womb it wasn't in her chest cavity. It wasn't in her back. It wasn't, you know, any, it was in her womb and she had to have it cut out. And then that fucking thing just grew, you know, and was fucking 10 feet tall. Yeah. Um, watching that film for the first time in my mind, it was like, okay, this is fan service. Essentially. This is like the proto face hugger. Um, Wow, this thing just took down a fucking engineer and suffocated him. And and impregnated him. And impregnated him. So let's see what happens here. I didn't think at the end of that film that we were actually going to see anything, and then we get the deacon, and then it's like, okay, cool. 
But wait a minute. Shaw and David just left the planet. All the black goo is still on the planet. Wait. Okay, well, wait then. No, the black goo is not all still on the planet. It's in that ship. So why are they showing us the Deacon? Oh, okay, it's just fan service. Yeah. And it, then it as, really just was. As the film ended, it was like, but, but that's not a xenomorph, and that wasn't a face hugger. So why even show us any of this, other than fan service? You know what I mean? So Shaw and David's head go to fucking go to escape the planet. It's like they're going to find the engineer homeworld. That's what they say at the yeah, end of the movie. That's what they're looking for. We're going to go find who fucked us up, basically. And it's like, why? Why not just fucking cruise back to Earth with that spaceship? Well, she's got this She's got this idea that... No, 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 I get it. But, you know, just looking at it from the perspective of somebody who's not a fan of the franchise, it's like... Bitch, all of your fucking friends and family just died. Literally all of them. Like, you know the guy that they flamethrower? Yeah. He was starting to turn into a xenomorph-esque creature. His fucking head started to elongate from the black goo. Um, You just saw all that shit. Charlize Theron fucking just tried to murk you. You're in a ship with a fucking severed robot head. Pack your shit and fucking head back to Earth. <laughs> Take you a long fucking nap and head back. Like, look at what that ship could do for fucking technology, even as advanced as technology was at that point. Real quick tangent. Uh, you talk about Lawrence Fishburne and fucking um, Brian Dickface Cranston, how disappointing they are in movies. Look at fucking Idris Elba. Oh, I loved him in that movie. He was, but he was he, in the movie for three fucking minutes. And he didn't have a big role. But in the all. trailer, he did. Was he? Did he? Yes. Oh, shit. I don't remember the trailers. I had, okay. Anyway. Uh, I liked his character. Well, maybe that's why I didn't really mind him, because the to me, the, the trailer. His character didn't. was very satisfying. Dissatisfying? No, no, no. His character was very satisfying. Yeah. Like, I'm just it, the captain. I'm exactly. just here to make sure shit's going right, and then... The I'm, moment shit I'm doesn't here go for the right, ship. I'm going to fucking crash this spaceship. My job is to pilot this ship. <laughs> that was his only goal. I'm going to do movie. it. And he did it. Yep. So, um, there's a, but what I'm, what I'm getting at by bringing this up, like they escaped 421 fucking zoom off into space. Um, there was enough and there was actually, I, I actually appreciated how much was shown in Prometheus, because you got to see all of the miniature ecosystems that the Black Goo created. You know, you've got the, the fucking eel-type creatures. You've got the worms that are fucking cruising around on the ground. You get to actually see how that goo alters an ecosystem. Um, and then when you see people start getting flamethrowered and shit and fucking trolobites cut out of people's wombs, then it's like, okay... We don't need to just focus on the xenomorph. Like, there is so much... Like, that eventually was created from all of this shit that's happening right now. And then you get to Covenant, and Shaw's dead, which pissed me off. Yeah. That was very disappointing. Uh, I really liked her... Uh, I really liked the actress's performance as Shaw. Um, I'm not a big Charlize Theron fan, so yeah. anytime anyone can eclipse... Charlie's Theron in a movie, I'm very satisfied. 
because she has the same. I mean, watch Charlize Theron in Hancock, and you've got her in every other film she's ever been in. Yeah, accurate. same facial expression, same fucking tone, monotone, just pissed off all the time. Just not a very good actor. She's hot, no doubt, but just not a very good actress. Um, so you, you we open up on Prometheus or on uh, Covenant, and it's like. We've got a good cast of people. They've actually got some military people with them right now. Um, let's see how this plays out. And by the end of... So, time out real quick. I How did you feel about the protomorphs, the gray ones? They were interesting. Like, I was were, like... Were they, were they a satisfying uh, <clears throat> kind of stop in the evolution to the xenomorph for you? Because I was really fucking intrigued, and there is a deleted scene where, you know, when they leave the temple to go jump on the ship, and the xenomorph is chasing them out of the temple. The way that scene was originally shot, and it's a deleted scene now, but the protomorph, the one that's left alive, is running at them from the other direction. So you have the protomorph running towards them, the xenomorph running down the stairs, and then the protomorph and the xenomorph actually fight as they fucking fly off of the planet. Yeah, I remember watching that. Yeah, the protomorph was interesting. Uh, I found them kind of annoying, and they were more of a more of an inconvenience. I mean, obviously an inconvenience because it was fucking murdering everything. But uh, I don't know. They they just didn't seem. Was the okay? So the reason I asked that is because the backburster scene. When the uh, when the uh, the protomorph initially mm-hmm. uh, bursts out of that guy's back, that's total fan service. That's total uh, fucking aliens uh, novel slash alien AVP comics. That is fucking fan service one on one. That motherfucker bursting out of that guy's back, um, and then they just start to fuck shit up. Yeah, you know. I really like that they continued the the black goo being what fucked this planet up on why all the yeah, life is gone. David just fucking unleashed everything. Yeah, David just unleashed it all, and I so that scene rewinding again. Yeah, he didn't even give them a chance to like like to talk to him or no. anything. He didn't figure anything. He's like, I, "You came to fuck us over. I'm here to fuck you over." Yeah. I was a little bit disappointed that he didn't at least communicate with them. Yeah, same Before here. he started fucking nuking them, you know? Um, but so anyway, fast forward, uh, the protomorph, I really liked the way that it was done. I thought it was interesting. Um, how did you feel about the xenomorph being the size of that beer can and then being fucking nine feet tall? In three, this is one of the in, things in 30 seconds. This is one of the things uh, Mike and I argued about today. I was like, they didn't. It wasn't your typical xenomorph. <laughs> it was not a xenomorph. I would call this a proto xenomorph. Exactly. Uh, I was like, it, it wasn't your typical xenomorph. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I mean, it didn't. It just popped out of the egg and mm-hmm. or it popped out of the guy's chest. And it was it was a xenomorph already. Yep. Uh, he was like, well, that's how they all do it. I'm no. like. I'm like Mike. No, they originally start. This like is this is a typical xenomorph head, snake body. This is typically how a conversation with Mike goes. Love you, Mike, but this is how it goes <laughs> usually. Uh, you start talking, uh, you start talking to him, and he'll he'll be dead set on what he believes and will not. So eventually, you can change his mind. Eventually, hopefully, um, but 
so I was like, no, there's the chest burster, and then it cocoons itself into uh, a xenomorph, mm-hmm. and it, it molts into a xenomorph. Correct. Before uh, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, because he, but he, and he initially thought I meant like the the face hugger. That's what turns in. I'm like, no. <laughs> and it and it depends on what the animal incubates in on how it. Yes comes out ends up as a xenomorph so alien three you've got the dog alien Mm -hmm. smaller faster a lot more uh lithe and limber um versus the fucking xenomorph popping out of people which is typically considered the drone yes the drone or well Well, actually no 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 no. it's the warrior and yeah in video games it's the warrior but in the movies it comes out as a drone so yes Um, i was going back to some avp extinction. extinction yes I Such fucking a good fucking game. love that game. Yeah, I love that. There's the the mission at the very end of the Predator um, campaign where you you have to fucking take out an alien hive that has a pred alien queen. Yep, not pred aliens, pred alien queen. Yep, I was like, holy fuck! God, such a satisfying game. All three of those campaigns were fantastic. Yes. Anyway. I don't want to go down the AVP <laughs> extinction rabbit hole because we'll be here for another hour because I fucking love that video game. Same. Drop your beacon, boys. <laughs> Did you ever have like a bunch? I have to ask you this. Did you ever have like a bunch of the comm guys with the submachine gun? Like they were cheaper than making like actual Marines. So you just made a bunch of those nah. to fill fucking unit space. I don't think so. And then if one of them died, you could still call down shit. <laughs> I did all the time. I would have like four of them in my fucking group. So when one died, I just called some more shit down. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember playing the the Marine campaign too. It's kind of like Command and Conquer, where you have the fucking. Uh, if you're uh, the USSR, they have uh, a resource gathering fucking tank that's got a little machine gun on the top. Oh yeah. So it, the... I, I would just buy. I would just rush people with like seven hundred of those <laughs> instead of building tanks and shit. I would just rush people with that. They could never win. We'll have a whole discussion on these games. Yeah, we will. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, I mean, I was not a fan of th- that. That clearly showed me. I was like, okay, this is not your run of the mill. This is basically alien. This is not your xenomorph. <laughs> oh, uh, this is definitely something that because there's first of all, there was no queen. Well, Shaw was the queen. Shaw was essentially the queen. Yeah. Um, she only laid two eggs, one egg, two eggs, four, eggs. four eggs. There's four of them, four eggs. Okay. That's why w- at the end of the film, when Shaw and uh, Tennessee are getting put down for their naps. Shaw, not Shaw. Not Shaw. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying. The Shaw replacement and Tennessee are getting put down for their naps. Um, you know, not only is David fucking cranking out embryos into those cabinets of people, you know, of, of fucking colonists. Mm-hmm. Um how do you think that he fucking yeah there was four i think there was four eggs total okay well so today mike and i were discussing like our theories on how the next one's gonna go and we think one of those embryos is a queen because he's on okay first of all he's on a ship that has like over two thousand settlers so that's two thousand bodies think if one of those is a queen something that he thought up to you know, continuously crank these things out. Uh, it's perfect. So, so we we think the next movie is going to go into that. He's going to create the queen, uh, he's, and somehow that queen's going to turn against him because it's it's an animal, essentially, and he it's going to kill him. And 
and like he's already loaded up a ship full of these eggs the ship we see in alien and like with one like one of his last dying moves before like the queen kills him or something blows up or the hero of the movie blows the shit up or something he's gonna send out those ships and there's gonna be several of them oh so you're saying he gets to some other engineer planet yeah he think because he's got control of that ship now right so he gets to whatever engineer planet that he wants to go to, starts cranking out fucking aliens, and then when it's all said and done, he sends out more engineer ships. They're basically seed. to base, to, They're to, seeds. Yes. I like that. I like that. The only thing that uh, I have a problem with where we're at right now in the kind of mythos is where do the... Um, the Yaucha, the Predators. The Yucha? Yaucha. Yaucha. I always call them Yucha. Y-U-G-A. But uh, where do they, where yeah, do, where do they, where fall do they in? fit into this? Because they've been hunting this species for a long fucking time. So you have to justify that somehow. Mm-hmm. You can't say that David created the Xenomorphs when the fucking Predators have been hunting them for generations. It depends on what's canon and what's not right. now at this point. AVP is not canon anymore. Since when? The movie AVP is not canon. Well, the movies have never been canon. But I don't know. But the the comics and all the books and shit have been canon for 25 years. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to work because... I I love that theory. And I, you know, if if I was going to rattle off a theory, I wouldn't do it any different than that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so especially with the way that Covenant ended you have that fight scene between David and what's the other Android's name? American David, American David. <laughs> I can't um, remember his actual I name. I can't remember his name either. Um, it was weird hearing Michael Fassbender with a American, but accent. it was so satisfying. Like, yeah. you know, he is sacrificing himself over and over again for that female mm-hmm. doctor, the yeah. human. And it's like, wow, we're actually getting a connection here. It's going to be him. And fucking Tennessee, which is a uh, fan service for Dallas, you know, in the original, original Alien, and then her, who's supposed to be that Ripley type character. Yep. Shaw was Ripley in the first yep. one. She's Ripley again. They're never gonna replace Ripley. They're never gonna match Ripley. But they have to get close in every film. Otherwise, it's not, it's not an Alien film, you know. Do you think they'll ever do anything like with uh, Ripley's daughter character? from isolation uh no especially because so before right before covenant came out neil blomkamp that did uh district nine and Chappie and elysium uh he was signed to basically retcon the alien franchise pick up right after two left off with a young or with an older corporal hicks and an older ellen ripley and then continuing that on they got the funding as soon as they started like uh, writing the script and like doing pre-production. It got canceled. Hmm. So I don't know that it would be worth it to dive into those any correct or any of those other characters with Ridley Scott rewriting everything all over again. You know what I mean? I, I definitely mean, be- because because you can take this two different routes if you give Ridley Scott fifty billion dollars to finish Alien the way that he envisioned it, which is what he's doing right now, 
and then you give James Cameron $50 billion to pick up right after Aliens, the best film in the franchise, 100%. Absolutely. Um, You give him $50 billion to say, hey, I want you to pick up right where Aliens leaves off, and I want you to finish this franchise in two movies. Uh, They're going to be very different films. They're going to be, you know, obviously Cameron and and Scott are both fantastic directors, um, you know, top 10 greatest directors of all time, in my opinion. I wonder what the Rolling Stone would say about that. Oh, fuck the Rolling Stone. <laughs> if if anybody wants to know, please go watch uh, All Around Music podcast episode ninety nine featuring us. Uh, we, us. <laughs> we 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 read a couple uh, top one hundred artists of all time. Uh, it was pathetic rankings, and yeah, it was very it was very pathetic. So, but what I'm getting at is, you're gonna have two. You're gonna have polar opposite directions. Yeah where the franchise goes and then ends. Um, I don't know that I like that. I 100% like the way that Ridley Scott is taking it because when he, when he announced to fans that he was going to be directing Prometheus and how it tied into the alien franchise, it's like, okay, we're finally, we are finally going to get some answers. We are finally going to know what the fuck's going on, where these things are coming from. And at the end of the Prometheus, I'm sure you were just like I was. I was pissed. I was just like, what? I just fucking sat through this whole thing. I got to wait for another movie. It was awesome. (laughs) No, no, no. It was awesome getting to see an engineer. Yeah. You know, such an important fucking character or a species between aliens, predators, and engineers. Like, and then humans are stuck right in the middle. Do you know what they they were called before they were called engineers? Mm -mm. Space jockeys. Oh, yeah. Well... The the one in Alien yeah. is called the Space Jockey. Yes. You know, it's got that fucking elephant type helmet. Yeah. With the trunk and shit that's really weird looking. Um, Which you later find out it's all it's, it's all, all just it's, a suit. it's all it's all it's not even just the suit, it's like it's it's literally the little seat that they're in. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. Um But I don't know. I don't I was so disappointed. I liked Prometheus, but at the end I was so disappointed, especially because I had to wait for another film. And then my dad and I went and saw uh, Covenant like the day before I got married. And I loved it. I was fucking wound up. You know, it was it was an alien movie for me. Yeah. Um, but still. I wish they would have just called it Covenant, not Alien Covenant. Yeah. They would have stuck with the theme like Prometheus had. You know, Prometheus. It, w- it would make Covenant. it a little bit easier. Because they're naming it after, after the ships. Right. Um. I really overall like I love these movies. I love the mood that the they they it's very set. somber. Yeah, exactly. And it's not fucking sunshine and daisies. It feels good to watch like to be immersed in that mood for the duration of those movies. As odd as that sounds, like No, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you get immersed in what you're watching. Yeah. And it makes it because of the, you know, the musical score and the way shit's written, it makes it very easy to get immersed into the story that mm-hmm. you are digesting. You don't have to try to get into those movies. You're either into them or you're not. You either fall into that mood or you don't. And I think it's really easy. The people that don't, don't like those movies because they can't adjust to that, you know, kind of range of emotion and accepting kind of that writing style. Um, I have to go back and point out more, though, like how important the heroine 
character is. Yes. To all of these franchises, both actresses, the one that played Shaw and the one that played the other one, I can't remember her name. Um, they did such a good job. The films would not be worth watching if you did not have that heroine-esque character. You know, because they're always trying to emulate Ripley. You know, Sigourney Weaver did a lot of shit in her career. That is fucking Sigourney Weaver. That is Sigourney Weaver at her best. That did so much for female actresses. Mm-hmm. Or just for actresses in general. You know, it gave them... the Sigourney Weaver made those movies. You know, even shitty three and four. They were still decent. Her acting was very yeah. well done. Um she gave young women something to look up to a strong, powerful character that wasn't just all muscle or all brains. It was a regular fucking person finding a way to survive. She did it over and over again. And you, I mean, whether you like Prometheus, whether you like alien covenant or not, it doesn't matter. You have to give the directors, um, or the director and the producers, credit for continuing that theme of having that heroine character because they did it and they keep doing it and they're doing a good job of it. Hell yeah. So to wrap things up, where do you think it's going? What do you think is going to happen next? So I think it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going, we're either going to pick up right where, or like maybe a year or five years after covenant left off and David is somewhere with fucking aliens imprisoned. You know, it's got the AVP type where the queen is basically fucking shackled, cranking out eggs. And, you know, David is taking the eggs and then not letting them fucking impregnate anything until he's ready. You know, however he's doing that. Stockpiling. Stockpiling. Thank you. Or the next movie will not be David centric at all. David won't even be in the film. It'll be like a decade after David has crash landed somewhere and then fucking engineers find, find what he's been doing. Hmm. It'll either be all about David or it won't be about David at all. That's the easier way to say it. Okay. I hope they keep going the David route. Cause once again, love Michael Fassbender. I uh, want to see another, I want to see like Hispanic Fassbender. <laughs> I want to see your. I want to see like Eastern European fastbender. Okay. Hispanic fastbender. I want to see Hispanic fastbender. That'd be hilarious. I want to. I want American fastbender was hilarious. I want to see is. another android because that's part of what the theme of these films is: is artificial intelligence interacting with human life versus alien life. Yeah. You know, you've got. Um, what's his name from the first film that I can't remember? Bishop. Bishop. No, no, no. no Bishop. No, no. Second film. Yeah. Oh, I can't even remember. The one that goes nuts. Anyway, and then you've got Bishop in the second film, which is so different from the android that I can't remember from the first, from Alien. They're so different, but technology has changed so much in that 40 years that it's so much better. And then you have David, which is supposed to be before all of this, you know, way before Alien. It's like, okay, but the theme throughout all these movies is human versus alien life and artificial intelligence versus human life and how all it's a triangle. 
you know, no different than Xenomorph, Predator, and Engineer. The theme is triangles. So I expect a really strong uh, Android presence besides David again because it would only make sense. You know, you're not just going to have a movie about David and aliens. I mean, there's yeah. not there's no script there. Oh, I laid some more eggs today. Uh, you can pick them up about 930. Uh, <laughs> OK, uh, thank you. I'll be there about 945 to pick up your eggs. Uh, don't bite me. Uh, when I get in there, you know, that's not a script. That's dumb, you know? Yeah. So you have to have the human element in there somewhere, and then you have to have that human element versus artificial intelligence. Whatever happens, it's going to happen, you know. Uh, yawn. Uh, Ridley Scott has a plan, and he's going to go somewhere with it. And you know, you think the, he actually has a plan? I don't know. You see, originally or you think he's pulling the shit off the cuff because I, I think he's pulling, pulling it off. Yeah, the cuff. Yeah, I do too. Because originally, after Prometheus, he said, "Oh yeah, next movie we're gonna go far." Because this wasn't supposed to be. It's it's in the Alien universe, but it's supposed to go. The direction he was wanting to go is away from aliens. Mm-hmm. He was wanting to go farther into that universe without interacting with the aliens, but it's still being in that universe. Right. So he's like, "I want to go farther away." And then the next movie was literally an alien movie. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Oh. All right. We got to start wrapping things up. It's, yep, it's rappy time. It's rappy time. So. I'm going to let you handle the plugs Once today, again. I'm going to go piss. All right. Go for it. Once again. So we got that giant announcement that we're moving to our own feed. We're still going to be part of the Journey into Comics Network. I just want to reiterate all this because I think it's important for you guys to know. So that way, if you want to still listen to us uh you can subscribe directly to us at podcastrophy uh it'll be on podbean initially we're going to move to itunes and spotify um i don't know how many services we're going to be on but uh definitely itunes and itunes spotify and podbean under the podcastrophy name uh so that being said you can subscribe directly to us and if if you want I mean, say say you only listen to us on Journey into Comics Network, you and you don't want all those other shows. I don't know why you wouldn't. They're excellent shows. They're all excellent shows. Uh, but if you want just Podcastrophy, you can subscribe just to Podcastrophy as soon as we uh, get that feed up and everything. So, yeah, uh, us having our own feed, it's going to allow us to grow. It's going to allow us to put out a lot more content throughout the week um, in terms of the audio show. Uh, in terms of everything, really. Um, we won't have to worry about stepping on other people's toes. Uh, it'll just be a good time. And, you know, we'll be able to interact with the fans more. We're going to start putting out our own, more merch and stuff more. Um, yeah, it'll be a good time. So uh, that being said, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on the Journey Into Comics Network at Journey Into Comics at podbean.com. Um, journeyintocomics.com you, you can see all of the shit you see all the shows uh, with all their logos and all that you get a better look at what's going on with the network so serious question go for it what would you have done while I was creepily hanging out next to your skull if I just like silently snaked my tongue inside of your ear I would have flipped like I would have like one of those okay um, anyway yeah, I just wanted to ask that real quick. <laughs> kind of break, break, break your spiel oh, here. Okay. So yeah, subscribe to Journey to Comics Network on Podbean, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify. 
Uh, and then you can check we have us. to say Stitcher Radio seven times because yeah, we radio. always forget to say it seven Stitcher radio. times. Um, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher <laughs> Radio. Please not, stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Uh, other than that, you can check us out live on Facebook on the Podcast Review Facebook page every Tuesday, roughly around five thirty or six. Uh, we have T-shirts. I've been linking them. Uh, there's the Journey into Comics Network store on Teespring. I, I am currently wearing a Rollo the Destroyer t-shirt. I have a Heritage t-shirt right in front of me. How do they me. fit? They fit That's pretty what well. fans want to know. How I, do they fit? I, I, the, I'm wearing a medium. Both All my shirts are mediums. Uh, I they, They're really snug, and I like it. I like they're it very way. snug. Snug in so a good way. So they fit a little small. The, uh, I mean, yeah, they're fitted Your tees. medium is actually a medium. They're, they're fitted tees. Okay. So... Uh, that's what I was. I'm comfortable at. in them. I'm. Com- it's not too tight. Like, like I can. I have a few small shirts, and they're too tight. I only got them because that's all they had. And the only time I ever get t-shirts nowadays is at concerts or shows. So if if that's all they have, and I really want it still, I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I yeah. remember when I fit in a small when I was about eight years old. Uh, I don't want to fit in a small. Well, if you actually worked out, you wouldn't. I, I work out. You don't. I work out. You don't. I, I work out. If you and I worked out together, you would be throwing up at the end of it. I want to work out together. Well, find some time and we'll do it. <laughs> anyway, so I think Did that's you talk it. talk about the donate button? Oh, yeah. We got a donate button. It's the shop now button on our Facebook page. Eventually, that's going to be an actual shop button. But right now, it's a donate button. Mm-hmm. If you want to donate money directly to us. Feel free. You don't have to, but you know it helps us out. We appreciate we, it. We are completely creator driven, uh, artist we, owned, artist, artist owned, funded, artist funded. As he said, you know, uh, we pay for everything on our own. Uh, anything helps. So uh, feel free. You're not obligated whatsoever. You're still going to get this content regardless of if you give us any money. But it's it's just welcomed and appreciated to the max. I have a couple things to say. Sorry. Go for it. Uh, so episode 55, I want to reiterate that again. That is our goal. Uh, that will be our last episode on the main uh, Journey into Comics Network feed. So episode 56 will be our first episode on our new feed. That's the tentative plan, right? Uh, my plan was to, you know, officially make the move on episode 55. But keep that's a, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Keep, keep episodes yeah, yeah, going we'll, on. We'll have a we'll have a couple weeks uh, of, basically of backlog um, where it gets uploaded to both feeds. Yeah, that um, way that way we can make sure people get the message and, and get, we'll, you know we'll get moved we'll, over. We'll have to iron out the kinks, you know, being on our own feed mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but so episode 56 is our plan to be the first episode on the new feed. Um, Oh, episode 56, so the moment we go from the main network feed to the solo feed, uh, our plan is to have all of our backlog of live streams slash episodes uploaded to YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, Blaine. Yep. Holding you accountable for doing the thing that we said we would do. So you'll be able to check us out on YouTube. Um, We haven't quite decided what... Uh, username to look us up at on YouTube, but we'll get that figured out by yep. by episode fifty six. Uh, and also, stay tuned uh, for the potential of us streaming on other services. 
there might be a potential for you guys to check us out on Twitch, uh, and maybe a couple other places. We haven't quite decided yet. Uh, we need to have a couple uh, fucking creator-driven meetings to decide where we're going to go in the next six episodes. But our plan, uh, inevitably or ultimately, is to stream to multiple services at the same time. We haven't quite decided how we're going to do that yet. So just work with us. It's a trial by fire. We will eventually figure it out. Like everything else that we do, we just kind of do it. And then if it works, we keep doing it. So <laughs> bear with us yeah, when bear we try to do new things. We're just fat dads in white t-shirts. I mean, yeah. Am I wrong? You're, you're not we're wrong. We're both fat guys. And we're both wearing white t-shirts. We're both wearing white t-shirts today. And we didn't plan this either. Nope. We just showed up. I like I like recording from the fucking casting couch. Yeah? Yeah. I'm glad. I might make the next guest sit up there and then another guest fucking jerk I mean, me Rolo sat later. there. Yeah. That worked out just fine. Yeah, he did. Except, well, for that, except for that time that I had to get on my knees to, you know mess with the cables and then i looked like i was he blowing was, him well you know because if he would have sat down here he would have like we would have suffocated from all the vape yeah true with him sitting up there and that vent being right there i mean it it saved our lives <laughs> all right guys that's all i have to say today <laughs> that's all i gotta say i'm done went we went kind of long again today oh well all done all done uh if that is all that is all thank you guys for watching thanks you guys for listening uh, we will see you next week, either Tuesday or you'll hear us next Thursday. Maybe sooner. We might have a hangout or two. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Tune in. And please make every day a big dick day. Do it. Bye, guys. Yeah!